This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Geek Fuel, and if you go to geekfuel.com slash laser time, you can get a free Star Wars item worth 20 bucks. Everybody, welcome to episode 194 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio with me? The better host, Chris Antista. Please don't go away from me just yet. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to get away from me immediately. <laughs> R.I.P. Tyler Wilde. How could I do that after you confirm that you're the better I, host? Yes. <laughs> Vote on. And special guest. Uh, famed alien linguist Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that might be your best pseudonym yet. Thank yeah. you. Honored to meet you, Amy. Mm. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. And especially special guest. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm Nathan Ortega. I'm the community manager at Telltale. Woo. Thank you for joining us. No, this I'm, is so I'm awesome. We ha- we haven't had a real guest in so long. <laughs> Sorry, Grim. Dude, Sorry. I, I am Damn honored, it! <laughs> I'm honored to be here. I've been a listener since episode one, actually. Yeah, you're not a real podcast guest if you have to help me move. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got my number. <laughs> well, um, because of a new release from your company this week, mm, yeah. uh, I decided to put together a top five mm. about something that has been uh, an emerging trend in game design and in uh, think pieces about emerging <laughs> trends in game design. Mm. Top five dad games. These are games where you, rather than trying to rescue a princess or save the world, mm-hmm. you are a dad trying to track down your lost son or daughter, <laughs> usually daughter. I like or, to call these relaxed fit games. Yeah, relaxed fit games. <laughs> <laughs> Pleated, dad <Yeah>. team. Pleated. <laughs> Download the Fanny DLC pack. Uh, it's... I'll stop. I just can't <laughs> wait to buy a vintage gas pump. I'll stop. Put H- it Henry basement. had a good a good point of this that like watching all game developers grow up into fathers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep, and grow then, mustaches yep. and make bad jokes. Well, I just it's important to remember that this medium's pretty young. Yeah, that, like that I, I barely I'm barely been alive and I've seen almost all of it. <laughs> it's that shouldn't be. And the, the first wave like, of game check design- out the tits on this girl. To my daughter's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and the first wave of game designers were like Gary Gygax, who never got married and had kids. Yeah, that's true. Nobody fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard um, he lived in a, as an ascetic monk until the end of his days. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And it, it brings up, we did a, a laser time this week about Rogue One. And I see a lot of complaints. I mm. loved Rogue One. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I did too. But a lot of people coming in the theater, and I'm projecting this on a couple of my parent friends, that like it wasn't the fun Star Wars you want to take your child to, because it's not. Mm. It is not. It is, it is a PG Inglorious Bastards. Yep. Uh, don't That's expect a good way it. to put it. Don't expect to see everybody out. This is a man on a mission war... Like, on the ground war movie. They've got the bear droid. He uh, he caves in stormtrooper heads. <laughs> I was going to go with Darth Jew, yeah. but I guess that works. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's violent. It's dirty, and like, and I'm seeing a, a couple of people bristle at that because it's not fun like Star Wars. But then you know, Star Wars had a little bit of bite when it came out at mm-hmm. the time in the 70s to the limit of that rating, and this is just extending that. And I'm I'm flabbergasted Disney would do that. Yeah, uh, and that I don't know. I, I had a lot of conversations with dads this weekend about how Rogue. I can't take my kids to see Rogue One, and I said. 
good. By the way, good. Charlie Barrett is the dad proxy. No, no, no. He's not the only one, though. He's Should have said one. more like Star Wars Reach, am I right? I'm going to go, because uh, he's got daughters, uh, and daughters have nothing to latch on to in this film, unlike the last what? one. What? Uh, Considering the movie's about a daughter who is like trying to reconcile yeah, with, I don't, her, I don't, with her, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like in terms of like wanting to like Chris project thinks yourself it needs to be a, a pink princess there for them to well, no, not, I'm Mary Sue specifically, not, so not, I can yell about it on Twitter. Whatever uh, you're doing right now, Grim, I'm into it. It's not a kids movie, <laughs> but I mean to say that like young women couldn't. Resin- uh, resonate with no this. shit to me it feels like it feels like a movie my dad watches at nine o'clock uh, interesting it, it really does it feels like it oh, oh man this is what Ernest Borgnine teams up with uh, Don Rickles but does your dad watch movies where Alan Tudyk plays a sassy <laughs> robot because <laughs> hey, if hey, so I want to watch do not make me movies. pull out my uh, Seven Samurai uh, Wild Bunch references because that's what the movie is for the most part like it's a bunch of people who shouldn't be doing something doing something and sacrificing a lot to do that and uh, I, sure. sorry, that's 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 what got me thinking of the dad thing uh, when you mentioned that. That yeah. forces with the M, one with the force. <laughs> R.I.P. I liked. R.I.P. What I've heard coined as Helen Killer. That's the nickname ah. of her for that character, which I thought was wow. quite terrible and amazing at the same time. <laughs> it's all right. She's dead. She can't hear you. I haven't <laughs> seen the movie, but I have a great joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was gonna go with my fake name, Brogue One, the Irish Jedi, but I forgot about it. Damn. Um, Mike uh, Grimm, you failed us. I dropped it. Yeah. One, uh. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's jump in with... Number five! Who wants to go first? Me first! No, me, me first! Easy, fellas. You can both have a turn. All right, Jason, uh, let's do the helicopter. Oh, this guy money. <laughs> I included that partly because it sounds absolutely filthy out of context. Yeah. But, uh, just you know what play. this is. You said you said we owe this guy money. We probably do. Like this to point. circle around, have fun with child, <laughs> hit circle to cancel. And that car's gonna hit that kid at two and a half miles an hour. <laughs> Lethal. This is heavy rain. Oh, heavy rain. So much fun to make fun of, uh, dude. It really is. Honestly, it, dude, this yeah. is like the room. Like David Cage is the Tommy <laughs> Wiseau. No, I won't. I won't give him that. No. I, because the, I think these guys tried to innovate something. And again. Don't get me wrong. I love all these games. Like yeah. I've played through all of them, and yeah. I quite. I'm going through Quantum Break right now. Is that David Cage? It's not. No. 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 But <laughs> <laughs> a resounding no. A resounding incorrect. Uh, but I did play Beyond Two Souls, and that had uh, moments that I thought were like, who ever thought this was a good idea? But uh, Willem Dafoe thought it was a good idea. Oh yeah. My favorite photo that was my background on Twitter for ages and ages was the press event where um, Willem Dafoe and um, Ellen Page. The girl from uh, Tales. Uh, God damn it! The girl from uh, The Last of Us. Ellen. No, that's not Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Are both sitting there looking like somebody just killed their dog, and David Cage is happily emoting to the camera about yeah. Beyond or Two and Souls. And... But I, not to go off on a big rant, but like Sorry. even like Spielberg doesn't get to yell about his movie for an hour while his actors sit silently behind him. And that's what gets to happen when this dude makes something. Well, I, I think we, we are, at this point, probably the world's preeminent authority yeah. on <laughs> making fun of heavy rain. Right. But hey, it's 2017 and we're here, baby. Wah-wah-wee-wah. Well, we like to have fun around here. Uh, this is actually like there. There's some genuinely amazing stuff no, in here, sure. especially for the time. Like, and and I remember saying 
when this came out. Like, if you take it as a bunch of independent vignettes, Heavy Rain is this amazingly powerful experience. Mm-hmm. If you take it as a whole, it's like this ridiculous, clunky narrative that doesn't really work at the end. Is there one way to play it where it's not that? No, not Dude, really. When you're the dad feeding your son, you can give him an apple or chips. Yeah. You can, you are can you a bad dad or a good dad? Exactly. It's just what I always wanted. And so much, so much of the <laughs> you're early, my favorite uh, son. <laughs> you really are the best son ever. So much of the early parts of the game are just, hey, I got you some chewies. I hate strawberries. <laughs> Barely Thanks. doing the press. It was nice of you anyway. <laughs> this is the movie that determined I would never become a father. The game, I should say. Uh, this is too funny. Fuck that! I can't wait to become a father. And, and of course, there's the the most infamous sequence in the game. We're not going anywhere, are we, Jason? Jason. Jason, 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 you really shouldn't wander off like that, you know? There's an awful lot of people in here. Please, Dad, can I have one? I would really love to have one. Please, Dad, come on. Okay, the football, let's Dad. go buy a balloon. When I grow up, I want to marry a clown. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, so, uh, heavy rain... Has these? I, I guess you could call them three phases of being a dad game. That it has the the initial sunny phase, where the main character uh, Ethan Mars mm-hmm. is gainfully employed, and both of his sons are alive, yeah, and he's, he's fucking his wife in the shower. Yeah, he's playing with the sons, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he does fuck his wife. He in does. The sons, <laughs> uh, but uh, then, obviously, Jason dies. Mm-hmm. Not spoiler alert. That happens pretty early in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's uh, the the second phase of the game is him as a divorced dad years later uh, trying to take care of his son Sean who he has really no idea how to relate to there's always a cloud over all their interactions when I I always want to defend these games they will not hold up well the further we go into this medium Mm. Uh, but they are bold and no one else tried to do that where it your setting as the, the protagonist is like you're a happy father now your mm-hmm. kid's dead and you're divorced and like you and your son are both going through grief and you don't want to go through it together. Like, no other game is going to attempt. I mean, no, of no other game's gonna... game or anything like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think when you really take a look at this game, mm-hmm. it's all about like uh, what kind of dad do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, okay, everything's fine. You're a good dad. That's easy. Things are a little tougher. It's it's harder. It's easier to be a bad dad mm-hmm. than it is to be a good dad. And then you go into a dissociative fugue, and your son is snatched away, and you are basically pushed to the limits of like, what would you do mm-hmm. for your child? Are you prepared to suffer to save your son? You have five minutes to cut off the last section of one of your fingers in front of the camera. If you succeed, you will get your reward. Your reward is like one piece of a puzzle about where your son is, by mm. the way. Six months of live leak premium. And, <laughs> and if this is a Rod Serling, you cut off a little bit of your fingernail. Mm. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Wow. But no, there's no half measures here. You, ah! can't, you can't fool the camera. You just You either slice off part of your finger or you don't. Chris's but, theory was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, like, the, the main characters put through all mm. these trials meant to test his love for his son. Mm. Uh, his, aligned his, conveniently with these Saw movies, which were so popular. Yeah, the yeah, they're, they're very Saw-like. But his, uh, <laughs> the idea is that like the killer uh, had a bad dad mm. who uh, let his brother Bad dad L.A. <laughs> yeah, bad dad L.A. Played American by, McGee's played finest by Fred game. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, worst dad of all time. <laughs> so yeah, he he wants to find Epic the one dad, dad who's well, willing dad. to risk it all for his son. So <laughs> this is true. Over the course of the game, you will have to drive against traffic on the freeway, uh, mm-hmm. cut off one of your fingers, mm-hmm. uh, sidle your way through an active power generating yes, plant. My uh, favorite, actually. <laughs> crawl across broken glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Drink poison. Now grab uh, the flag! Oh, so I'm, close! I'm surprised he never made him like call tech support to get his internet. Oh my god! Reconnected. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. You Cancel have to my Comcast. Right. Oh, that's a tortured restarting scenario. it. You also Wait have to shoot seconds. a guy. Oh. You do. Yeah. yeah. But who doesn't do that? This is America. Yeah, exactly. We shoot right. people all the time. For me, Come it was on. Tuesday. Hey, look, <laughs> we talked about this with Last Guardian. Sony is is financing experimental. Narrative devices, yeah. dude. Games. Yeah, again, I would like to say that yeah. these games are clunky and really bad yeah. at times. But on the whole, I really enjoyed Heavy Rain, and even I really enjoyed Beyond Two Souls, which yeah. I think is narratively really schizophrenic and doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. But there are parts of it that are just really. I cool. swear those games will inspire someone. Bob Mackey ten- will kill me for saying this, but <laughs> David Cage is not the worst guy working. In It'll games. inspire no. someone ten Far years from, from now to do something crazy that'll blow all of our minds, and that's super fucking important that that the game industry pay for that up front. And I, it seems weird that these guys get to make a game once every five years. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I swear to God, it'll be worth it in, in the outcome of the art form promise also play until dawn it's probably cheap it's and so not good by it's on sale right now it was like 10 bucks i think like last yeah. year or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 it's the best like dumb slasher film oh, game yeah. you'll play in a while it's time. so good and it's like so seamless too the way it just mm. like weaves everything together like featuring well, i got my head crushed well i guess i can do that <laughs> next time yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well let's move on to number four this is not your daughter do you understand her name is eleanor and she is mine. Beloved. Tony uh, Morrison. Wow. Well, yeah. you're, you're right in that you. it starts with a B. Uh, Bayonetta. I'll give you another hint. <laughs> that was pretty good. A riveting narrative. Yeah. Tried. Daddy was sleeping for oh. such a long time. Bad day And Eleanor has missed you. Find her and you'll be all better. Is that going to be your guess for everything? Just Bad Day LA? I'm working on it. That forgotten <laughs> ass game. Bad Day LA? I got it on uh, Green Man Gaming for 14 cents. You you got ripped off. (laughs) So the second my daughter starts talking with a Charlie Brown teacher filter, we're done. (laughs) We're done. She's she's off to the orphanage. So this is Bioshock 2, where you're not just a dad, you're a big daddy. Mm. Oh, I get it now. Like Like a pimp? No. I'm sorry. You're, you're a big daddy a in job. Rapture, and <laughs> at the very beginning of the game, your little sister is stolen away mm-hmm. by her mother, fittingly enough, uh, who <laughs> makes Family you, court, boo! <laughs> who makes you commit suicide in front of your little sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, then ten years later, Eleanor uh, retools the, the Vita chambers to your DNA, so you come back to life, just mm-hmm. spontaneously regenerated. Uh... Because of this. Ten years, father. Stuck in this, this fever dream. Mother kept me sedated in order to perfect my mind with Adam. To her, the ideal child is a genius, serving the common good without questioning it. You have saved me from that. You do eventually, but... uh... I don't know. Have you guys played Bioshock 2? Yeah. yeah. So, it's been a while. Yeah, one of the cool things about this game <laughs> is that being a Bioshock title, there's 
you know, moral choices. Mm -hmm. And they all tend to revolve around like, hey, you're standing in proximity to this plot person. Do you kill them or let them live? They probably did something shitty. I will harvest every sister. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. You don't harvest them. You you can't take control of the uh, little Mm. sister in this one. The the sisters that are a threat to you are the big sisters who are horrifying enemies. They, They basically fill the gap that the big... Big much Daddy's faster. did in the first game. The, the yeah, Miss oh, Pac-Man. So <laughs> they're the Tracer yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Reinhardt. <laughs> 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 Overshadow. They're the Miss Pac-Man's of Bioshock. That, yeah, they that'll go on the wiki heads. with my well, name next to it. Good, um, and I'll revert that shit. Into don't do that. I don't insane. think they just slap a bow on the head of a Big Daddy. <laughs> but I could be wrong. She's and that's made by another company. She's faster, <laughs> iterative, and female, man. Mm. Come on, I can't just be on the wiki for King Hippo calling the, the number one greatest fatty in gaming. Jesus Christ, it was a different era. Why did I write that? <laughs> I think I'm on the, the wiki for uh, Don Flamenco. Man. Making fun of my people. Uh, oh, wait, he's Spanish. You guys are going to live yeah. on forever. Fun of I feel like. really will. <laughs> Feels like I am immortality. <laughs> <laughs> Look upon my dusty, mighty, and despair. <laughs> yeah, so the, the moral choices that you make mm-hmm. in this game do have an impact later on mm-hmm. uh, that you see toward the end where you are kind of going through this weird hallucination. You're seeing what the little sisters see and what Eleanor also sees. And uh, you're seeing these statues of you uh, accomplishing various deeds. And are you doing good things or bad things? Are you killing a dragon or helping a man out of the dragon? Uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. And your your choices do have an impact on Eleanor's state of mind at the end of the game. Uh, spoiler alert, like, does she become an evil, remorseless killing machine, or is she a good and compassionate person? It all depends on what you do. She is a monster, shaped by you alone. Just as she has always wanted. But there is one detail of your mutual bond she failed to account for. Your body was designed to lapse into a coma when her heart ceases to beat. Oh shit, I wonder what she's gonna do next! I bet I know. Yeah? I'm gonna use that audio as an intro to my grindcore band's kind of songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do we call it on, uh, on VG Empire? Wub Metal? Wub Metal. Wub Metal. But yes, that's is how. Is that the bad ending? Yes? No, that no. that is that is something I think that happens just as a matter of course. Oh, okay, okay. In the middle of the game, and like you're, uh, it has been eight years since. Yes, yeah, spoiler. Uh, yeah, Eleanor gets smothered by her own mother with a pillow, uh, but like to the point where she's not quite dead, and you lapse into a coma, and then you control a little sister to try and turn Eleanor into a big sister so she can rescue you. This is where she goes to a time portal and like loses her pinky finger. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the other one. Which is <laughs> like I, I think to, to some degree, all the Bioshock games are dad games. Uh, the sure. first one is like uh, my dad you, is telling me something. Yeah, are you going to be like a, a, a shitty kidnapper or are you going to save these girls and then you'll be their adopted dad at the end? Mm. Meanwhile, Bioshock Infinite is like you are pretty much the worst dad on the planet and you deserve everything that happens to you. And in Bioshock Infinite is I'm weekend dad. You know, whiskey dad? Whiskey dad. Mm. Yeah, whiskey yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best slash worst kind of dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He lets you go see R-rated movies, but he's mm. also an asshole. But it's only because he doesn't care. Save, save some cigarettes for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Number three. I love my daddy. 
Why am I uh, hard? Excuse. <laughs> that's a very good Christopher. question. Christopher. What is this? <laughs> well, here, here's here's another hint. Cheryl! Cheryl! Um, the, the name of the daughter that you're searching for in this game? Oh, the story of Cheryl. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, this is Silent Hill Shattered oh, Memories. Shattered uh, Memories, yeah. This is Alan Wake, which means a wake, by the way, if you guys didn't <laughs> oh, catch that one. Heard of it. Uh, Silent Oh, I'm just getting it. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I'm here to help. <laughs> Shattered Memories is the remake of uh, Silent Hill, which was one of the original dad games. Uh, one of the earliest games that at least I remember playing where your daughter's lost, go find her. That's the only game I've ever heard of with that premise. Yeah, I know, right? What yeah. the kind of games are there, really? Uh, Eventually, Yoshi's Island, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Yoshi's true. Yoshi's the that, That's dad. also a pretty good dad game. <laughs> it is. Damn. <laughs> Surrogate dad. Yeah, that's true. No genetic. You could also be a mom in that game. You know, they don't this really is ever the say one, yes? you SJW. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some moms have penises. Oh, do we have another <laughs> lost game on Wii? Um, what? Sharded Memories. Um, yeah, this did get kind of lost on, on Wii and PlayStation 2. It's one and PSP. It was yeah, on that's PSP. right. It was wow. on PSP as well. It was. Huh. It ran like hot garbage, but right. yes, it was there. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I remember, this game is. I think in hindsight, people have liked it a lot more. I think than when it came out. Yeah, Henry does. Yeah. Henry Henry loved it. <laughs> well, I think in because when it came out, like the the Silent Hill parts of Silent Hill Shattered Memories were like, oh, everything's frozen, and now monsters are chasing me. I can't fight them. I don't have a lead pipe or even a gun that I'm crappy at shooting. Uh, so I just have to run. And uh, now I've run through this bit, and the monsters go away. And like that was anticlimactic to a lot of people. But I think overall, the the game, the experience of searching through Silent Hill, and like the the ways that this game took like your own psychology into account, that it had you sort of answer questions at the beginning, and kind of took your actions into account to shape the appearances of the various characters in the game. Yeah. For example, this person. Stop being a dick and let's get going. We'll get to Simmons Street and see Cheryl. Cheryl? Your daughter? Oh, come on, you're not that wasted. That's why we're in this lousy club. That's right, but... It's just... No more craziness. You're freaking me out. So that is Dahlia, who uh, in the original game was an old crazy cult leader. The best extra pencil. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I understood that reference. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't. I understood the Captain America reference. <laughs> but uh, Dahlia in, in Silent Hill Shattered Memories is, uh, spoiler alert, uh, main character Harry Mason's wife, uh, who appears in various guises. For example, she can be kind of like a, a trashy girl in uh, cutoffs who... Uh, you know, nice. service your car in Final Fantasy 15. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. And also we have Sybil, the uh, the policewoman. Mm -hmm. You okay, sir? Not a good night to be out and about. I'm looking for my daughter. Your daughter. Go on. We were in a car accident. When I came to, she was gone. And, like, depending on how you play again, like, it, it affects the character's appearance and demeanor. Uh, in this version, she's sort of like a middle-aged, frumpy-looking woman with uh, dark red hair. Mm. But she can also be like, uh, you know, a younger woman in like a low-cut top with blonde hair, and uh, it, it differs. All depending on your like 
your Myers Briggs battery test that you take it. Yeah, 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 exactly. That is very cool. And this this was a, a a game to feature a plot device that also showed up in Until Dawn, which is uh, interstitial cutscenes where there is a psychiatrist talking to you directly in first person. Uh, the player. Uh. Man, I'm just remembering him now. He's so good. Yeah, played by Michael McConaughey, <laughs> yes. who's a veteran voice actor. He's amazing. Uh, so good. And uh, that all leads up to a point that uh, is a big, big spoiler if you're planning to play this game. So maybe skip ahead a couple minutes <laughs> because right. I'm going to play something from the ending now. You are a hero. The man who died, that wasn't my father. That isn't who I remember. Those memories are all I have. You're all I have. I'm not even a ghost. So you are spending the game searching for your daughter, Cheryl, and you find out at the end that, like, this is all just everything you've been through is a figment of her imagination as an adult talking to a psychiatrist uh, oh. about her fantasies about a father that she never knew because you actually died when she was very young. So you're not even a ghost. You're just a manifestation of her memories that doesn't exist. Man. I may have to play this. This seems like it's actually trying pretty hard to do something. It really was. The entire Silent Hill series is all about just, like, finding kind of, like, um, either a perspective or a relationship and sort of exploring it. Like, the first one was about being a dad. Mm -hmm. The second one was about being, like, a a married man and the complicated experiences that come from that. third one was about being a young mother. And the fourth one was, like, about being a son to like really messed up parents and, and this one mm-hmm. was exploring wow. yeah they, they always have a, a kind of like a, a a familial focal point in every game and, and try to explore the ramifications of that and I, I think that like while I don't always appreciate what Silent uh, Shattered Memories did mm-hmm. on its own I appreciate what it was trying to do and mm. kind of flipping what was already kind of a crazy like you know precedent that Silent Hill created in its own weird way. so It's a shame I can't like any of these now that Konami is Konami. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always surprised that like they never re-released that for like a digital download on like PS4 or something. It yeah. seemed like something that was ripe for that, given the critical feedback. The funniest Absolutely. part about it is that those HD remastered of the original games were so much worse than the original versions. That, <laughs> oh. that bummed me out. Honk. I yeah. love 2 and 3 so much, and they were like, you doing? What are you doing? The fact that they put all the winning seven strikers in there too, I was just like, this doesn't work at all. Like, Boktai. Yeah. There were Boktai vampires all up in that place. Sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the oh man, Silent Hill Shattered Memories was just really, really good. It it does take a little bit to get into. Um and obviously it is can be a little bit hard to find a good copy. I think it, it really shined on the Wii because of the way that it used like the Wii remote, like you'd occasionally get calls and like I lift it up to my oh, head yeah. and talk to this Travis person. touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> Travis touchdown. And, hey, I just no, figured I out none, none, none of this is real. <laughs> he would be like the best slash worst Silent Hill protagonist. Oh my god, because he was already having all these weird Freudian nonsense manifest in that game anyway. But it's like. Throw- yeah, the idea of like a Twin Peaks video game, but your main protagonist is a fucking lunkhead who doesn't have any perception or understanding of anything is really funny. I'm kind of into that. It's like a Fast and the Furious character yeah. went to Silent Hill. Yeah, in an yeah. Antonini movie. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Uh, anyway, let's move along to... Number two. Where did you get the money for this? Drugs. I sell hardcore drugs. Oh, good. We started helping out with the mortgage then. Yeah, you wish. 
I know that one. Do you? <laughs> What's that from? The Last of Them. Yeah, the, well, the, the last of them. The most of them. The Last of Us. <laughs> As a Texan, I can say that's factually accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is a pretty big dad game. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert for the early, like the first hour or so of the game. Uh, <laughs> you are you? Uh, it's you, less than an hour, man. You, it you is have less not than played an hour. this. Okay, one. first first twenty minutes. Mm. I don't think it's a spoiler to say you're a dad in that game. Yeah, like immediately you know that you're a dad. Although you start out playing as a daughter, true. And uh, I, I remember thinking at the time, like, wow, this does more a in a shorter sequence. amount of time yeah. to build affection for this kid right. than Heavy Rain did well, at all. The whole first part is you using the move controller as a dad to uh-huh. like get the baby out of your wife's vagina. True. Uh-huh, it's just yeah. like wow, it's like I'm really and then pick on. it up like, and shake it. I've never been able physical to find reality a, of another fathers. use for that crowning app. <laughs> Cats in the cradle no. plays in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, again, spoiler yeah, alert: you uh, see the whole world through this girl's eyes from the backseat of a car, which yeah. you're allowed to manipulate as it's and, going insane. Yeah, it's really neat. And then she dies. And what? I find yeah. a lot of this game dull. I really do. Really? Yes, Why? I do. Because like, uh, there's a monster. Not, there's not actually a lot to do in the game. Well, I think there's a lot. You mm-hmm. you you get a brick and you hit a guy in the head with it's it. It's reliant on 1, how much. Eleven hundred times. Yes. <laughs> it's reliant on how much you like the stealth genre. Because I think that if I you, don't. I don't. If you have an appreciation for that genre, I, like for me, I, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. based on the fact that I have a soft spot for like Deus Ex and Metal Gear Solid. But yeah, I can see why people. But wouldn't. I kept playing because the characters in the world right. I really loved. I, really I always, liked. I always wish that there was like a story mode, kind of like how um, Silent Hill Two had like a turns off all the difficulty and lets you just enjoy the story. I mm-hmm. wish they had had that in The Last of Us because I feel like it would reach a lot a bigger audience as a result. If I'm going to say something, not just because you're here, uh, but we talked about something uh, in the past future, uh, which is also Uncharted, uh, <laughs> but just the idea of like Naughty Dog games, like. They are so exceptional, character and narrative, and like the look and the feel of the world. I don't think they're that great at gameplay design, and I feel like some of the Telltale games manage to work really well with like here's the actiony part of the stuff you do, and it's less like it has to be like a triple A game where you're doing cover shooting and this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's just like this thing where it's like the Telltale games do it so well, where it's just like it's all character yeah. and narrative driven, and the gameplay stuff is you know. It's not trying to be a big AAA thing. And the Naughty Dog is like, we have to be both. We have to be this, yeah. and we have to be like, I don't know, Gears of War. I, they I, still feel like they're trying to be Gears of War in yeah. 2014 or 15 or 16. Because that's how they're still pitted. And like they're yes. Just, yeah. At this, yes. at this day true. and age, they're not this fucking same thing at yes. all. Yes, 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 yes. And in like, I love the repudiation of like Telltale. Like Everything you tried to do, we did in one like, keystroke. It's yeah. done, and like you, you worked an hour, an hour to get to this point, and you had to throw a brick at sixteen guys' head on yeah. one floor of the apartment <laughs> building, and like all of that is reached with Clementine and uh, what's his nuts? Uh, who's Lee? The, huh? Lee? Lee? In the we'll beginning, and like, that. and like it's it's yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, getting ahead of but ourselves. Sounds, it, like, it, but that's the thing. If, if that's what you take away from Last of Us, I think it's done better in something like Walking Dead. And like that mm-hmm. is the point of the game. To make you feel something, but not we'll to make you play something for the next well, section. Sure. Yes. I, I think it's all a matter of like it's it's hard because like on one hand, you know, I can say I'm a bit biased, but uh, you know, we we try to, at Telltale to distill down the, the things that really work about. I say we're not here, right? <laughs> but uh, there is something to be said for what you know Naughty Dog did with The for Last sure. of Us, uh, where I feel like 
you know, the fact that you do have to struggle so hard to kind of even eke out an existence within that narrative. Mm. Um, you know, while, you know, Telltale Games, we try to, like, make it feel a little effortless. Uh, on the other hand, like, there's something about, like, the role-playing aspect of, like, understanding Joel as a character within that yeah. framework of, like... Man, I barely made it through a lot of the sequences, especially but, that sniper sequence. I don't yeah, know if you remember that. Yes. I was like, yeah, please yeah. kill Hate me it. now. But <laughs> afterwards, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of getting the emotional state in which that character The tension in. that you built up from yeah. the gameplay. Yeah, because it's kicking you in the nuts all the time. Could, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could take back the three hours I spent in the hunch position, crawling around a parking garage in Last of Us. you got to have a strong lower back. You're talking about that last part where you're like it, in the underpass. So I don't know that I am. I never finished it. So, yeah, Jewel... Oh, really? Uh, Sorry, I watched. I watched the. <laughs> okay, okay, gotcha. So Joel loses his daughter early on. He does. Uh, becomes a bad, bad man. Uh, cut to the present, some like what, fifteen, twenty years later, whatever. Uh, and he's faced with this. We're smuggling her. There's a crew of fireflies that'll meet you at the Capitol building. That's not exactly close. You're capable. You hand her off, come back. The weapons are yours. So she's just a burden at first. This is Ellie. Which is Joel and Ellie has become like Ellie Page, as I call it. It's like <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. You mean me, man? <laughs> Shout out to Ashley Johnson, also in uh, Tales from the Borderlands, played uh, Gordis, the little robot. I don't know if oh, you really? Know. She's great. I did not know that. She's amazing in that. That's yeah, great. she's great. Anyway, fantastic. Uh, but yes, uh, Joel and Ellie develop a sort of complex relationship, and uh, just when you think that, like. Okay, he she's really sort of become his surrogate daughter. They've they've really bonded over all these very tense and destructive experiences. Uh, you get this little exchange, which kind of throws a wrench into everything. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone, fucking except for you. So don't tell me that I would be safer with someone else because the truth is I would just be more scared. You're right. You're not my daughter. Ooh. And I sure as hell ain't your dad. That's fucking cold, Joel. Yeah, what the thanks, fuck? thanks, Troy Baker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dick. It's funny how that might play into the conclusion of the game as well. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's also like it's him not yelling at Ellie it's him just speaking out loud mm-hmm. like he's forced in the situation of being her father he just yeah. is like and he doesn't he doesn't want to do it and he has to but do it's, it but it's one of those things where it's like his daughter is an extremely touchy subject mm-hmm. throughout this whole game and she's kind of trying to rip off the band-aid and say like you can't mm-hmm. project her onto me and then he's like fuck oh, she's, you she's so capable mm-hmm. I love Ellie I love Ellie yeah, I love that whole she sequence can... where she's just like holding it down and like being a badass like archer, like give me a whole game oh, of yeah. that. And which mm-hmm. I'm hoping that Last of Us Two is that, because mm-hmm. quite frankly, like I feel like I've had enough of Joel. Yeah. I, I I've seen his arc. I, I want to know more about how she's developed. But I want to hit yeah. more people on the head mm-hmm. with bricks. Uh, I, that too. We can I do, do both. Feel like Dude, we can do both. Ellie in the new trailers looked kind of like his partner in the mm-hmm. first game that mm. dies early on. She's probably Again, like, dude, alert. you're Was old. that Joel? You're useless. Huh? It's fine. Is that Joel in the new? <laughs> yeah. That's Presumably, new but who knows, man? Who knows? She looked way sure. older and learned how to play guitar. Yeah. Well, it's you Just know obviously you it's a few years later. She can... What? Hope strings eternal, Chris. What you can fuck? learn it too, man. There's a lot of aphorisms being thrown at me right now. I don't like <laughs> there's, this. At there's all. a lot of there's a lot of Santana videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like the ocean yeah. under the moon. Uh, all right. Well, we should probably move on to. 
Who is this? I'm Clementine. This is my house. Hi, Clementine. I'm Lee. The You're not my daddy. No, I'm not. The following, but is he will be. <laughs> <laughs> Love that he's the voice. That of comes Hulu. up a lot at the office. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> We're like Hulu presents Telltale Games. <laughs> it's Hulu. I hope you like Geico. Because <laughs> you're gonna fact, watch about six commercials for him. <laughs> I didn't even actually realize that. Every single second of our inventory shit. is brought to you by Geico. He's everywhere. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, man. So yeah, Walking Dead. It's pretty what much you do. The <laughs> ultimate dad game. <laughs> that, that first season uh, is is all about like Lee taking care of Clementine. It is, but that that's what makes the second. And I haven't played uh, the, the third season at all uh, at this point. But this, the second season is all about like <laughs> is about like well, who's gonna who's gonna be with Clementine? Like she can't be on well, her own. I will she can take well, care of herself. You say that. I know, and I know how it ends. Well, it ends there, for me. There, after season two, Clementine's been through some shit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and so we're we're kind of presenting a different perspective on that character mm-hmm. with the amount of time that's passed since then. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like uh, uh, with Clementine, she's kind of become her own character based on what you've done mm-hmm. in the previous two seasons. So I, I know that not everybody's kind of like emotionally prepared for that, mm-hmm. but like she's sort of an adult now based yeah. on what you've done. So yeah. I mean. It's not maybe something we're all prepared for emotionally, but it's something that that is feels natural to the character. Yeah, tap into the dad to instinct, the you know? Walking Dead right. universe, which like I, I kept saying, like the, I hate hate the show to such a crazy degree. I think the comic is one of the best things I've I've ever read, mm-hmm. and the game is the best extension of of the comic. And like, and, and focusing on these two characters who have to work together is really fucking neat because the comic focuses on on like a dozen people, whereas the game, the first game, uh, the first season mm-hmm. of Walking Dead, focuses on Lee, like not just Lee and Clementine, but like pretty much Lee and Clementine. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's kind of mm-hmm. funny that it's the idea of just like imagine that's the most awkward thing ever, right? As mm-hmm. your dad, as a dad, mm-hmm. my daughter is now dating a man or a boy or. Mm-hmm. Just that idea where it's. Just, I remember what it's like to well, be a boy. It's so corny. To be fair, you're dead by now. At that point, yes, I'm very <laughs> dead. I might have made it. Forever, he yeah. can fix stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but you, as the player, is like you know this sure, weird yeah. sort of surrogate meta dad or whatever. Stuff. I won't be around, like, but my sperm will be in everybody. Whoa, <laughs> my God. Yes, absolutely. Johnny everybody. Apple sperm strikes again. <laughs> I'll be all God. over the place. <laughs> uh, but some of the the uh, the best moments I think in the first Walking Dead season revolve around. Moral choices that often revolve around Clementine, for example. Here, Clem. You need something to eat. Okay. A Sunday would be better next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Or... I'm so hungry, Lee. I hope I get to eat soon. I need to keep my strength up, too. I hope I get to eat next time. <laughs> I never heard Michael. that, God damn it. Michael. That YouTube supercut of yeah. all the yeah, scumbag Clementine yeah. stuff is so horrific. <laughs> Shitty I Lee. It. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's called Scumbag Lee. It's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta call it hard. We have to give people the option do, to be yeah. a complete yeah. dirtbag if they want to, but you know. And then you put them on a registry list for potential <laughs> serial killer afterwards, and, and might know. not help you in season two. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, but that, but that's what's great. Uh, Clementine exists a little bit to cross-check Lee's morality. 
Like, cause he, even when like he has to make a decision, he can still talk to Clementine a couple times. She kind of becomes the moral focus for yeah. him, for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, Absolutely. I think it's really common, right? Like when people talk about oh, post-apocalypse or zombie apocalypse yeah. stuff, it's like it's all you know, it's Ayn Rand shit. It's every man for himself. It's <laughs> no. doggy dog, and it's just like no motherfucker. No. You need a moral guiding point, yeah. or at least somebody to make you feel human empathy yeah. in this situation. We're about maybe, to live through the biggest apocalypse with the lights and internet. <laughs> maybe, and, like, maybe, and the best thing you can do is not be a shithead. Maybe if uh, yeah. Negan had a little girl being like, are you sure you want to be a complete dirtbag? Yeah. Then maybe he wouldn't be quite the dirtbag that he is. Yeah, maybe. I, f- I found it really odd that Clementine would emerge as the center of the series. Because, the, one, that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just expecting something terrible yeah. to well, happen to I, her. And I will say that mm-hmm. like everybody at Telltale mm-hmm. absolutely listens to player feedback. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we obsess over the data that we get back from every episode mm-hmm. and because we we operate under a live development philosophy mm-hmm. we we definitely try to shape each season as a result of player feedback so i don't think everybody really understood how much clementine would would matter mm-hmm. to to people as much as she has and that's why season two focuses on her as a result and and with season three uh you're, you're playing as this new char- character uh javier but it's really interesting to see us sort of like do this interesting path where you're playing as this new character but who has to interact with the character who is a result of the last two seasons of your of your choices right. and and you have to kind of deal with that in this weird kind of secondary you know, path. It's it's really weird, um, but also oh, really wait, interesting. We, are, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about this more. In the we'll next talk segment, about it in the next. Sorry, time. I don't mean to get no, no. That's okay. This is what I, I'm listening because I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I. Yeah. Yeah. This is very exciting, but, but uh, I miss I miss Lee. Uh, you and me both, like, man. Uh, like, <laughs> that's why every time there's a choice to mention him, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna say Lee yeah, yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I miss? Most? No, I, I feel like I'm honoring him when I do that. Yeah, I, I weirdly enough, I miss this. Do you know how to do this? Yeah, of course. I don't believe you. <laughs> well, good. Good. <laughs> Means you know when someone's lying to you. Which is another valuable survival scale. Oh, such good dialogue in these games. Yeah, I really like. I really well, like Lee. But well, when when you're you're cutting her hair mm-hmm. so that she can survive and not be grabbed by zombies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at, at the core, Walking Dead is about relationships and how, you know, especially with our games. I feel like, for me as a fan, prior to having mm-hmm. worked for Telltale, um, Walking Dead season one came out. My dad had passed that away like a month before oh, the finale geez. of season one. Mm-hmm. And so it was Zombies. so, huh? Nothing. Yeah, my yeah, my dad was a walker. Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, it probably would have made it a little Sorry. easier because I'm like, okay, whatever. I can get catharsis through through axing him in the head. Um, <laughs> just left him. Sorry. But like, but like, there's something about The Walking Dead as uh, as a vehicle for telling human stories where that are about relationships. Mm-hmm. And and for Absolutely. me, for me, like, it was really really cathartic to be able to go through this experience where a little girl is sort of like in getting instilled in her all these lessons about how to live life mm-hmm. and having the, the painful like process of having to let go of that person that's given them everything mm-hmm. like it made me realize how much walking dead can be a vehicle for telling really really yeah. awesome amazing human stories that if you look it divorce all the framework of like zombies and all that crap mm-hmm. it's all yeah. about people and how they what they mean to each other and what they, what lessons they can tell to each other so- to kind of like one yeah. of my favorite stories from the mm-hmm. Walking Dead comic, and that—that's what the the comic and the and the story of Walking Dead is about. Humanity laid bare when like there's totally. no one around to enforce rules, and like in the comic, one of the coolest things you may not have seen on the show is that Carl just shoots somebody, 
And it has to be explained to him that that's not how you solve problems. Right. Because right. a major- literally at this point, a majority of his life, right. he's seen like when something is wrong, you shoot that person in the head and he shoots a kid in the head. Because 2017. That's the <laughs> <laughs> These millennials and their problems. But it's, it's different. He, he literally doesn't know. That's not sure. how you... Crises are resolved, right. and like, and that's what I love about Walking Dead. It's totally. what I wanted from. I always say I wanted from Lost, like the idea that like Dude, there's totally. there, there's no law system in the in the universe. How do you build a new society with new rules uh, about this? Like, eh, marijuana is not illegal. That's kind of <laughs> we're not going to bother ourselves with that. There's only ten of us. Right. Um, yep. <laughs> like, but I don't know that that that's one of the things I, I take away from the Walking Dead comic, and the, the the game does a really good job of that. Of like, it's cathartic in a way where it's just like you know. Loss is a thing we all experience and we all go mm-hmm. through, but at the same time, you don't really are you're not expected to talk about it a lot. It's mm-hmm. like when that happens, you keep it personal, you keep it to the family, yeah. you don't put it on social media, you don't you try not to mm-hmm. bother your friends about it, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's just like this game has a nice little point where it's dicks out like, for grandma and Tista. What up? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, this game is a nice thing you. where it's just like, yo, here's a real emotional connection mm-hmm. between two people. You die. Yeah. Things happen. You have to move on. You have to find a way to fucking deal with it. You can borrow your friend, bother your friends about it, though. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I, I, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like I said, as a, as a fan prior to working for Telltale, so I'm not a complete 100% shell. I'm mostly a shell. But, <laughs> but you know, like, honestly, like... The, yeah, that, dude, I'm with you. I'm with you. That yeah. series just really, really, like, destroyed me emotionally because, I I mean, I had gone through similar emotional experiences with mm-hmm. my dad, and, we'll and, I, and I feel like video games really could, like... There's a, there's a there's an element to it that where like I, I I feel like very few video games have made me feel that level of emotionally raw on that you know because Definitely. you really can't tell yeah. like stories that resonate with people regardless of whether they're not in the emotion the uh, zombie apocalypse or in space or whatever like that's right no, zomb- I, 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 like we, you said the framework yeah you can divorce it entirely from the relationship of the character totally. we, that's keep, what, we keep yelling about how stories are about, well on other shows that stories are about empathy. And it's really hard to find empathy for like this guy's the greatest guy in the galaxy. Yeah, he right. can, can kill anyone. They're, they're power like, fantasies, like as opposed yeah. to like re- so. Like when you when, when you get yeah. to the Walking Dead experience, where it's like, man, I gotta take care of this girl, like, right? And uh, and, and, and I have to do the right things in front of her, and that's yeah. that's a huge difference between yeah. like because there's not a lot of moral, moral audience of just like yeah, it makes you Clementine really will remember choices. that she will remember what yeah. you yeah. do. That little thing is so great, where every yeah. character remembers what you do. It, it's it's like, become I know it's become like a joke or a punchline, but it's it's super important when that shit pops up. Like you made it decision that people observed and will use to judge you in the future and the game is telling you that yeah and the season cool. season two dealt with like dealing with a world after lee mm-hmm. and the third season is sort of like you taking on this new character who is sort of like having to deal with the repercussions of the character you've created it's a really weird kind of experimental yeah. space now you get to in. interact with them <laughs> now you're like oh now you have to deal with the the kind of like firecracker character you've created as a result of the last two years of this is this. the wrong segment we have to move forward yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry I <laughs> do. But we'll get to this in a second in the meantime we'll take a little break when we come back we'll talk about some new releases including that one uh, some news some other stuff so stay tuned ho 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 up on the housetop click 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 down through the chimney with good Saint Nick Yo-ho-ho And a bottle of rum Yo-ho-ho Click-click-click Up on the house top Click-click-click Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick Let's get scratching 
you guys so much for listening. Wanted to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Geek Fuel premium, delightful mystery box featuring six to eight items and an exclusive shirt. We always refer to Geek Fuel like a birthday present you give yourself or as a gift to a loved one every single month because Geek Fuel is all about brightening up your day once a month with cool goodies featuring your favorite stuff like Marvel, DC, Nintendo, Pop Figs, Zelda, Halo, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, Game of Thrones, Futurama. The list goes on and on, ranging from pint glasses, cards, posters, shirts, comic books, and each box is guaranteed to contain $50 worth of stuff, and Geek Boxes start for as little as $14 plus shipping and handling. If that weren't enough, you can go to geekfuel.com slash lasertime and receive a bonus Star Wars item worth $20 absolutely free. If you're looking to put a pep in your geeky step, consider Geek Fuel, and if you want that free Star Wars item, head to geekfuel.com slash lasertime. Hey VGA listeners, are you being good and listening to the break? Well, guess what? You're about to be rewarded. Do you want a Steam Season Pass code for The Walking Dead A New Frontier or Batman The Telltale Series? Of course you do! And you're in luck because our special guest Nathan Ortega just hooked us up with a fistful of codes for you to win. For a chance of getting one, log into your Twitters, follow VG Apocalypse, and let us know if you want Batman or Walking Dead with the hashtag AlfredChickenRulesMyLife. You hear that? Just tweet at VG Apocalypse with the hashtag AlfredChickenRulesMyLife and say whether you want Batman or Walking Dead. Get your entries posted by 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time on January 1st, and winners will be picked in the next 72 hours. Get cracking, get winning, and happy holidays to all of you out there. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. So, uh, this weekend I watched a bunch of Christmas stuff. Oh, yeah, and one thing that I'd never seen before and didn't expect to like at all what? was uh, the Nick Cage movie Family Man. Really? Oh, wow. And I thought, he's in a family Christmas movie. He's going to be so, like, watered down that it's not going to be fun at all. But the first hour of that movie is still really good because there's a lot of Nick Cage still being Nick Cage. Like I got a few clips of the movie just that show this is where he, he's fi- f- first learning of like what's happened. That he's in this alternate timeline. Okay. You mean because you thought I was cocky? I'm now on a permanent acid trip. <laughs> Wait. Please just tell me what's happening to me in plain English with, without the mumbo jumbo. <laughs> This is a good Oh, that's man, this is so cagey. You've heard the word mumbo-jumbo before. Mumbo. Like, the, the, the contortion <laughs> of Mambo Mumbo-jambo. Like, that's that's why we give him the Oscar. Yeah. Oh, but we still have more. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our handsome and endlessly talented <laughs> second segment, where we will only begin by talking about... Walking Dead, A New Frontier! Oh, who? Who? Is See out, previous finally! Segment. Yo, Nate Dorr. <laughs> Nate Dorr. I'm mad interested in... Uh, yo, I want to scope... 
Uh, Tell me the straight three. biz. Uh, but I, <laughs> like, I don't think I'm going to bring a PC with me. So the mm-hmm. first time, I think I would like to use an iPad. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, the Telltale account sync what you've done before. There's actually a feature that we've implemented to be able to help people carry over their save files. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what platform you played the previous seasons on, mm-hmm. so if you go like Mass actually, Effect, right, right, mm-hmm. we have actually a uh, save creator functionality. Uh, if you're not able to carry over your save from a previous piece of hardware, so no matter what your situation is, we have an option to be able to like carry over your progress and be able to bring in a new season. That's I just my, can't believe they wouldn't give me a direct Vita to Gizmondo <laughs> save thing. Like, <laughs> you say I, that I did, I did. I played 400 days on the Vita. Mm-hmm. I played so uh, glad it came out for Gizmondo. Like also. <laughs> but I, I like I'm officially willing to give that up and like I think it'd be <clears> really cool my my iPad. <clears> um, I, I don't know. I want to play it over the break. I'm just mad. Well, when you load up uh, The Walking Dead and New Frontier, you'll be able to have an option to carry over your save file regardless of where you started. So, Or if somehow that doesn't work, we have a save creator mode where mm-hmm. you're able, able to be able to recreate your save choices into the new season regardless. I'm not that attached mm-hmm. to it because I don't remember them that well. Mm-hmm. You'll remember whenever you start doing the save creator mm-hmm. mode, believe me. Because okay. like, there's a lot of visual and like text-based... Uh, things that will help you kind of jog your memory of what you did previously and on the wire. Did I pretty murder- much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did I murder everybody in the top of that mountain? Clementine, the value of survival or community. Or- Chris, knowing what I know about you, you will be able to remember. Believe me, I'm an. I remember nothing. <laughs> so I remember a lot of stuff. Like I don't remember a lot of story in games because it unspools as stupid movies. Sure. Instead of choices that I make, and, I, and when I do think about The Walking Dead, I'm like, eh, yeah, I let that guy well, get away. I, I... It's interesting knowing what I know about you from listening mm-hmm. to this podcast for years and years and years. <laughs> you will remember what you did. Believe mm-hmm. me, I know that you will. Considering I mean, them, that's possible. Considering the minutia you remember about any number of things, like <laughs> yeah, no, 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 <laughs> that's research, brother. Oh, right. this is all work that people think it's not. I'm not sure. smart. I don't remember Shh, shit. Don't give the game away. <laughs> Showing your hand, sausage factory. <laughs> Just telling you, like that's what laser time. This whole operation. Is. But, but but Walking Dead season three, I'm super mm-hmm. excited about. Uh, I only played the first episode of the Batman's. Is that ending now? That just ended last. It week. just yeah. ended, mm-hmm. and like I, I'm I'm not caught up. But I thought it was brilliant in being a Bruce Wayne simulator. Oh, thank you. It really it really made me happy. Yeah, because Bruce Wayne's life. Every time I watch, <laughs> especially the animated series, mm-hmm. like his life sucks. Yeah. Like, how does he navigate... Oh, man, he's so rich. How does he deal with that? He, he's so rich and beaten oh, to blue. death every yeah, time he wakes true, up after true. being awake all night. And, like, how, and, and like in the movies you see... Like, only the Nolan movies were really good about, like... Well, Bruce Wayne will manipulate certain things to make mm-hmm. life better for Batman. And you saw those gel with one another in a way that I thought was really neat. Mm-hmm. And, it be, and then, like, all of a sudden... That game became one of the best detective games. Oh, wow. Because my favorite game was uh, in the series is still Asylum because it's like it's sure. Batman hunting for fucking clues in a small space. Mm-hmm. And that's what that game was. I don't care about gliding around in an open world and kicking people asking for food. Yeah. Like, that, that was not what defines Batman for me. Oh, I got a piss. It's so cold. It's a bat! Fortune <laughs> 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 <it> combo! <laughs> <laughs> I wish my life was narrated by that henchman that you just put in. I wish your life was narrated by John DiMaggio. Right. Totally. Nathan oh, never got to the resonator. <laughs> my life would be complete if that happened. Yeah, absolutely. So I've played through... You, you were kind enough to give me an advanced mm-hmm. code for the first two episodes of, that, of season three. I've played through both of them. I'm very curious to know 
why one and two were released at the same time. That's very unusual for you. Well, I, I will say that like with with Walking Dead, it's interesting. I feel like every series we we approach. Contract running in. Excuse me. Nothing. <laughs> Freudian. Um, with, with The Walking Dead, I feel like as we were starting to develop the series, um, we started to look at like the kind of pacing and, and sort of structure of the uh, New Frontier, and realizing that like with with episode one, it just sort of ends in a place that that doesn't quite really grab people in the way that we Sometimes. really. There's a lot of work Sometimes. to be done, both with establishing all the rules and sort of history of the first two seasons, and also mm-hmm. trying to onboard new people mm-hmm. who maybe didn't play season one or two. So we were trying to find a way to kind of bridge that gap and, and present a place where people can can sort of onboard regardless of how much history they have with that series. And and as we were developing A New Frontier, we started to realize, like, things didn't really come together fully until the end of episode two where we were like, oh, that's where things really start to click really for people. Yeah. Like, the first episode, like, definitely has its hooks and has a cliffhanger. But I don't think people were really understanding where the rest of that season was going to go mm-hmm. until the end of episode two. So we were like, we could release the first episode and make people wait until, like, February to get to that point. But, it's, like, it's better to just go ahead and onboard them with as much of this content as possible so they understand where episode three, four, and five are going to go at this point. It's for the betterment of the season that we that we released both of those episodes It's, it's pretty brilliant. I talked to people about that with the Guardians of the Galaxy reveal. Oh, yeah. Because they're, cause the, the, the Telltale formula does follow what I uh, don't like about the comic formula, where the comic mm-hmm. formula is like we release a 20-page issue that's supposed to get you in the series for two fucking years. Sure. And that's really fucking that's hard. Lot. And, like, there's so many series that didn't grab me in the first issue that I end up reading, like, oh, shit, I gotta go back and read all this because it's, like, the best of the year. And, I and like, yeah. I only got the first taste. No, no, I, I really do like that because I, mm-hmm. I do think when we were talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy thing actually Telltale's formula is pretty pretty in line with comics mm-hmm. like as, as a volume one five issues uh, and like if you're not sucked in by the first issue what do you have to help right. people keep going it's a, it's a hard formula to kind of establish totally. where, where you want to give people just enough to where they feel like they're completely hooked for the rest of the season but mm-hmm. not so much where they feel like they know exactly where everything is going to go after that mm-hmm. Um, and, and every series is different in that respect. We try to make the first episode completely the thing that ends up grabbing people for the rest of the season. But sometimes, you know, when you start developing a story, the natural progression of that story dictates that, like, within that first episode. I don't know if you guys have ever watched TV shows where, like, the never, pilot... Never, never watched TV shows. <laughs> Man, everybody was on. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, I mean, like, you have those TV shows where you're like, oh, the pilot doesn't entirely grab me because I, I don't know where the rest of that season is going to go. Like, Westworld. This I don't... Sh- the show where science was replaced by uh, magic. That's right, a fucking yeah. insane clown posse <laughs> video. You're thinking of a completely I know, I was different thing. Of the, oh, man. The pilot we watched. Oh, God. Oh, the Ron Moore pilot. Yes. Uh, yeah, the Battlestar Galactica people were saying. The, the one where they're all like in hibernation. In space. Yes, Precinct 97. Oh, it's really weird. I love that idea of it, but the execution was not but where I wanted like, to be. When, when we talk about comics, I think it's not fair to comics that you need to grab someone in the first 20 issues. because uh, It's hard. You have the, to the, get new readers, Chris. Everything is about new No, no, readers. I know this, but in terms of comics, they have 20 pages to do that, whereas a uh, Telltale game has about maybe two hours. Yeah. Also, and, you're talking about a world where I watch a 90-minute video of a guy playing Hearthstone. My time oh, no, you're not. Valuable. You have no, no not valuable. Michael, you are a very interesting perspective on this, for sure. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I will say, he is a, he, as, as a consumer, just imagine him as a giant open Tylenol mouth and throw things <laughs> down him until red lines wave from his face. Perfect. Like, <laughs> I, will, I don't have that kind of time. I yeah. will say, I got to the end of the first episode, and it was enough to, like, I think it was two in the morning by this point. Oh, sheesh. I'll get started on the second one. Like, I'll see a little bit of where this goes in like 3.47. I'm finally finished with the second one. And like the wow. cliffhanger that ended on, it's like I am so excited for episode yeah. three now. I don't want to say anything about what happens, sure. but it is hugely important. When we used to yell at, on Cape Prices, it was that, that the first comic isn't enough to tell you the story to mm-hmm. get you involved. In almost all cases, uh, you have to see potential in something, sure. and you can't really see a story. So I understand that Telltale might it's have hard. the exact same issue with like one episode, like, just trust us. And again, right. no spoilers, it's get like, gr- when Clementine has to jump the canyon at the end of episode two. That's yeah. right. Mm. When she fights Optimus Prime, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't I'm know amazed you guys got like. that license. <laughs> pretty nuts. When she <laughs> held hands with Susan Sarandon drove that car over the cliff. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. You are all laughing. No one listening is going to understand that reference uh, at all. At all. But it's I, not a Simpsons episode. I, I really like the new characters. Javier, the main, the new main character, is an interesting guy, apparently. He plays uh, a new main... He, yeah, he's apparently a former... I'm going to guess... It, they never explicitly state it, but he's like a former pro baseball player. He is. Who was, like, gambled on himself. He had... Uh, Forgive the term inside baseball. Oh, um, <laughs> he Pete Rose himself, um, and he kind of screwed himself in a lot of ways. But he's kind of he's a guy with a lot of baggage and a lot of history that he's sort of trying to make. The bags up are for. filled with mitts and balls. Right? <laughs> yeah, just but a man who wants to get to third base. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess it's, it's <laughs> roughly like what ten years after the first uh, season. Not quite. Not quite. It's okay. a little bit. For, she, uh, Clementine is a little bit older. She's, I believe, around fourteen compared to the ten from season one, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully no one will hold me to that, because I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> it's already been no, up no, there no. to the I'm wiki, pretty I'm sorry, sure. man. We were, pretty sure. I was just talking to my buddies about Walking Dead, which again, I love the Walking Dead comics to such a grand degree, and like mm-hmm. the best thing that comic did was a time jump. Yeah, like, and, and we catch up with that significantly. Yeah. Oh, you do? Sure. But mm-hmm. it, it's it's interesting to me, like, not being a reader of the comics, mm-hmm. that like, oh, human society has stabilized a little bit, like it's gone In from a very small these area. isolated mm-hmm. bands of, of wanderers mm-hmm. to like, okay, people... It, it's now sort of like Fallout, where people mm-hmm. are setting up these makeshift towns. Like settlements, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and settlements, like, and yeah. Like in, in Walking Dead in the comics, they find this gated community that seems safe for a little while, and they do a time jump to show you how long they sure. feel safe for, which ups the stakes when all that is upturned. That's absolutely where a new frontier is coming from, because it's, it's basically what happens uh, as society starts to try to rebuild itself in the wake of this apocalypse. Uh, and and how society's trying to kind of solidify itself, and and how these communities sort of like clash as a result of everyone having kind of different ideals. Um, you know, as a uh, I want the world to look like this. Yeah, I, I mean, like yeah. uh, there there are things that I'm sure that Michael, as you got to the end of episode two, mm-hmm. you start to see like, oh, these are how these different communities start to clash, um, and and yeah. how they their ideals that they kind of cling to. And how they sort of like contrast to each other. And these guys all felt they needed to get a brand for some reason, but that's, which I'm sure will be explained. What's Absolutely. beautiful, like if you're a comic <laughs> reader, like the Whisperers in general, like mm-hmm. people who found a completely different way of life in this universe mm-hmm. and can maybe live longer than Rick and the gang. 
yeah. but their life is terrible, and that's the kind of sacrifices you make at the end of the universe. Right. Nobody wants not to live like, in that place. Not like West Oakland, where I'm surrounded by people <laughs> that live out of tents and uh, RVs with generators outside. Oh, a bunch of fucking uh, Occupy Wall Street people, isn't it? Oakland? Yeah, I heard Donald Trump talk about them. <laughs> George Soros paying for their That's tents. That's right. Every also, it all day. comes back to Soros. <laughs> <laughs> this really, really resonate with the flyover states, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get so much trouble I mean, when I say that. I know that. they've got the same things on their. Check your local overpass for uh, small communities that are living in their own. As lives. a Texan, I can say it's not that different. Yeah. Also, I just want to say I really like the character of Jesus. I think he's a really cool addition. I'm oh, did you get to, to meet Jesus in the game? You get to meet you Jesus. Do. Holy shit! Really? Mm-hmm. I don't understand he's, how he's a still... badass who runs on walls. Yeah, dude, I know fucking Jesus. He's he's mad cool in the. I comics. don't understand how they still have yeah. bowling in like a zombie apocalypse though. Like, <laughs> is that a spoiler? Any should I delete that? Jesus? I said, is that no, a it's not a spoiler. He's in the trailer for the episode. Oh, okay. episode. Yeah, cool. I mean, I, I have to imagine that's to whet the appetite of the people who read the comics because, like, they're, they're, like Rick becomes kind of inconsequential outside of like a decision maker and mm-hmm. I like the idea that you don't play as him because it's all it, it really is about the, the people that he meets Abraham can make bullets Does holy he still... shit you're like the most important person in this that fucking is, is village Jesus and Jesus is so fucking cool mm. uh, does just... he still have to like walk around and tell people he's a sex offender and, <laughs> <laughs> it's not John yeah. Totoro oh, no I'm it's sorry. not but that would also be funny but he does look like Jesus <laughs> He does look like Jesus. It's going to confuse everybody over Christmas. <laughs> it really is. He came What's back. What's the true meaning of this holiday anymore? <laughs> well, it's, it's the second episode of Steam, darling. Like, <laughs> oh, let's let's seriously get Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> it should be Halloween. Like, it, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm really impressed so far, and I'll also say, like, as a uh, what's the term, graphics whore. I think uh, that the, both both episodes look amazing in 4K. Oh, thank you. Uh, like I, 4K. I, I, I feel like 4K. 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 That's in the spirit of Javier, <laughs> our Latin American uh, protagonist. And, and having played it after just browsing through a bunch of YouTube clips of the first season, I think like this has really gone through a bunch of graphical leaps and bounds. Mm. And it looks fantastic. Well, I mean, the, t- the team has been killing themselves trying to make this game look better than ever, for sure. Mm. Nice. I can imagine it. TC engine, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also out this week, Shantae, or Shantae? Oh, Half Shantae, Genie Hero. Shantae, yeah. Uh, kick-started uh, sequel from this series that everyone loves. Yeah, I saw my, my buddy Greg got some art in the uh, hidden... Room, sweet. Yeah, but a bunch of people got to submit their own Shantae art, and you can unlock it throughout the game. There's no bad Shantae game, no. Nope. But there's a lot of them. <laughs> They're kind of the same. But this, this is what number four, three. Yeah, <laughs> talking to the wrong guy because it feels like they come out every couple of seconds. Uh, but they but it's still way forward. It's, they it, just show up on new platforms. They're they're the best like uh, pixel artists or like I don't know like the guys who know 2D games very well. Yeah, would you call them Bay Forward? <laughs> I'll call them Bay Forward. Mm, I will. Good. Good. Well. <laughs> Don't question it. It's wrong. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to uh, roll? I'm hammered. Do whatever you need to. I need to fly out of here in like three hours. <laughs> oh, that's... No, I'm not ready to roll. Take my advice. Do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. 
What are you buying? <laughs> so that's Game Deals, uh, motherfuckers. You can get a uh, Doom apparently Xbox One and PS4 at GameStop for nineteen ninety nine. The cheapest it's ever been. Yep. We just gave it our. Uh, I don't know yeah. if it was today only, but I think GameStop also had Rise of the Tomb Raider for fourteen ninety nine. That's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which you should scoop. It's a good time of year to buy games, guys. Tis indeed. They uh, were just like twice that on last week's PSN sale. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling everybody this. And if you're a savvy gamer, you're listening to this show, and there are like 200 of you. But but uh, but uh, never buy a special edition in your life again. Buy the regular game, and then wait two months for the special edition to go on massive sale, like the Battlefield One collection for sixty dollars with the yeah the 140 controversial. Statue guy yeah. and cards. Sixty yeah. bucks. Yeah. Amazon wants it out of it's their warehouse. Sixty no, no, bucks no. with the game. Yeah, without with the, game. the game, it's thirty. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, the quite the privilege to be able to be instantly murdered within minutes of playing in a match. <laughs> You'll die a lot. <laughs> so it goes. Um, also, I think uh, Bloodborne is seven fifty. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like down to eight dollars yeah. if you have PS Plus on PSN. Even <laughs> if you don't, it's ten dollars. I don't have any of the DLC, so I may need to. It's uh, double a, up. a darn good deal, and I really hate. Christmas. It's the game of the year, twenty sixteen and twenty fifteen. Um, oh. I don't. I don't. Wait, what? <laughs> it's it's hard to uh, quote this specifically because uh, when we were recording this, but like for some reason, Final Fantasy fifteen dropped to thirty or thirty five dollars on Amazon because mm, it sucks. Oh, it's great. No, it's because of. Sales. Guys, it's great. That's a hell of a deal for the ability to just roll around in a, in a muscle car with yeah. your friends. Listen and to play Blinded by Light, a Burger from, Diner. <laughs> like even if I were to go with you guys out in my car totally. for thirty five dollars, I couldn't float that. We could get like what two bean burritos and share a beer. It'd be yes. Terrible. Listen to Fury soundtrack on our iPod Nanos. Um, uh, <laughs> Watch Dogs Two is um, is is on Amazon. It's thirty four ninety nine. Oh, buy that. that. Yeah, I that just finished it. <laughs> make it a success. <laughs> um, and in addition to that, also nice padding for time. I, I did not prepare. Let's do it. Hopefully, Michael edits. You're so nice. Um, Mark <laughs> <laughs> you don't oh. throw your friends under the bus at all. Metro uh, Redo Bundle Xbox Ooh. One, six fucking dollars with wow. Xbox Gold. Wow! Yeah. Buy that. Yeah. Which what? Me- Metro, Metro Redo the the bundle Shit. one and two. Are that's a good deal, dude. Me- Metro and Metro Last Metro Light. Last Light. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. For six both the remastered yeah, versions. Holy crap! Uh, six dollars. Xbox Gold required and uh, Forza Three Horizon, which I bought uh, in a Black top Friday. Top three sale. games of the year for me. I, well, I, I knew I'd love it, and I can't wrong. play it yet. And I bought it immediately because it was thirty four ninety nine. It's like it's like twenty nine ninety nine everywhere. Yep. Uh, well, it, the new it, expansion just came out, and I think it's twenty bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, well, yeah. at Best Buy, if you have the uh, GCU stuff, it's it's twenty three ninety nine. You, if you have any interest in card games whatsoever, buy the fuck out of that because it is isn't, absolutely fantastic. Isn't it like the perfect balance between arcade and simulation? It's style very racing? much that. Yeah, like I mean, if you're the guy that's like mm, fucking Burnout Paradise is the best ever, it's great. <laughs> I love it. It is the nice middle ground. This is, right? It's also it's super so pretty. pretty. It is gorgeous. Oh, it's real pretty, and I think Gran Turismo taught people like this is a card game that's not fun. You guys ready? Hope you like, <laughs> hope uh, you like well, Honda CRVs or whatever the fuck. 2017, <laughs> baby. And, and we'll see what happens. I, a, I'm optimistic because Gran Turismo has historically been a great series. As, as a bonus, Grim, it's yeah. uh, Forza 3 is set in your favorite country. 
Damn, Santa in Australia, man! And just, and just for you, uh, Nathan, um, Tales from the Borderlands, PS4, PS3, and Xbox 360, $10. The Dude, whole shebang. It's so good. Don't it ignore it. It is. It Fantastic. is so good. It really like is. It. it was the, one of the first games I finished this year, and it is just amazing. It kept me at rapt attention. It yep. is fantastic. I've it, said this before without a representative <laughs> of the company here, but uh, Tales from the Borderlands is fantastic. And mm. I hate Borderlands. I do not like the Borderlands games in any way, shape, or form. But Tales from the Borderlands is awesome. Mm. The characters are great. The story is great. Yeah. It's super fun. Everything about it is just like, this is no, what, what I want. My, my favorite Borderlands is the pre-sequel, and I know that makes me a gross anomaly. <laughs> Michael. But but uh, actually, <laughs> that's my, my favorite traditional Borderlands game. Mm-hmm. My favorite Borderlands mm-hmm. game is obviously Tales from the Borderlands, which Thank is you. fantastic. Good answer. And the best deal of the week is $5 on patreon.com slash laser. <laughs> yeah. So you can watch the Sonic's Christmas Blast uh, video commentary. Whoa, why? Very important. Yes. Uh, it's a Chris, tell us about Christmas. that. Uh, it's the season finale, or the series finale of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. The last time you hear Urkel. Oh, really? Yes, and they were holding uh, it off to uh, promote Sonic Extreme, which whoa. never happened. Oh, yeah, the Saturn game, right? So, like, oh, wow. two, yeah, so two years later, this, this unleashes on children out of nowhere. You're it's, blowing it's, my mind right it's now. It's one of the worst <laughs> Christmas specials ever made. How's I mean, it compared to awful. the Star Wars one? Uh, it's not, that thing is unwatchable. It's not two hours. Well, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. That's an automatic plus. It might be a little better than that one, uh, but it is 20 <laughs> minutes. It features uh, an idiotic kid who I cannot use the R word, and I really want to, uh, to describe him. Because Remedial. he's drawn that way. Remedial. He's drawn that way. I swear to God. Uh, but he sucks, and uh, so does every single character in the film. Sally Acorn appears and never speaks. Never what? speaks because they don't want to pay a woman to fucking voice anything. It's so uh, gross. The nineties oh, are a dark and, time. So okay, you're Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Santa summons you to uh, fix Christmas. Of course. What does sure. Santa do? Mm-hmm. He hires Shadow to get a gun, shoot something. Close. He hires <laughs> anybody else. He, he hires immigrants to do the work for him. He hires <laughs> a princess for you to kiss. Uh, if you said guts, aggro, crag style obstacle course for no reason, <laughs> that's yeah. the one. Hell yeah! And that's that'll only bring you through the second act. Um, <laughs> but it's all there for you with wow. our commentary, and we're really mad. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Guys, I think it's time to Patreon this month. It is. That and Bells of Frackle Rock, which is what I'm... Like, I call it Gobo's Atheist Christmas. It's Fuck fucking Bells great. of Frackle Rock. I love <laughs> it, Bells of Frackle Rock. Watch it. It's, it's, it's all about how atheists should, should be quiet about other people's religions. <laughs> as gross it's as awesome. like I am, uh, I can only write for Scrooge. That's the only thing I can write for when it comes to holiday <laughs> $1 on lasertime.bandcamp.com. The commentary. Get it. Iron Man 3, Gremlins, Home Alone 1 and 2. Baby. Guys, do it. Before we close this out, I will say PSN's uh, holiday sales in its, what, third week now? Yeah, 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 it's really good. So that's ongoing. Also, the Steam Winter Sale will have begun on the 22nd by the time you hear this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go empty your wallets in those directions. Uh, in the if meantime, I, if huh? I can quickly say two Steam recommendations, sure, sure. Quadrilateral Cowboy is oh, yeah. fantastic. Super if you good. haven't played that, I would highly recommend it. A little indie game. Uh, what is my other one? Also, if you don't have Enter the Gungeon yet, Dave Rodin sold me on this. Enter the yeah. Gungeon is fucking awesome. It's Dave Rodin's it's game, game of the, of the year. year. And it came out last year. He thought he could sway <laughs> Well, <laughs> did it really? He, no, he's I'm like, pretty certain. It came it out of the beginning of this year. Okay, did it really? Yeah. It's, it it's, is amazing. It is so good. If I was selling my games to you, like, I love Paper Jam, but it came out too early and no one gives a fuck. Yeah, see? Everybody gets a mm from everybody. It sucks. But it's no, it's great. more like a no, it's great, but it sucks that nobody paid. Yeah, nobody yeah. Paid it. 
I'll play it over the break. I promise. You will. <laughs> I have a shrink wrapped copy. <laughs> well, that's you, Michael. All right, let's close this out. Take my advice and do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. If I may say that sounds Thank so. Thank you. <laughs> if I may say that sounds so pleasantly Christmas, but it's from Donald's birthday from 1943. Uh, watch here my recommendations watch Toy Tinkers and Pluto's Christmas Tree they're all on YouTube no beautiful yes no uh, I will do it uh, you love it alright well let's jump ahead to it's <laughs> so funny when you're sitting here right? no? oh it's so funny just in a different way uh, Tracer's gay. No, it's over. <laughs> yes. Actually, that is our number one item. <laughs> Tracer was confirmed as having a girlfriend by an Overwatch comic, which has sent a certain segment of social media into a tizzy. Yeah, uh, but I, 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 there are, for some reason right now, I think something's broken. No comments under Laser Time's Rogue One recap. Mm-hmm. But the same segment of people were boycotting Rogue One. Over fake reshoots involving Trump and racism. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what? I saw it. It never happened. We nope. told you it never happened. Mm-mm. And it never happened. And I'm not, I don't want to let this go. Fake news never fucking happened. And you can't get mad when a fictional character kisses another girl. <laughs> well, what's, like, how much do we want to politicize? What's, what's funny, like, uh, one of my favorite, I'll, I'll, I'll tip my hand a little here. One of my favorite accounts on Twitter is mm-hmm. this guy named Ninevolt. Who is like a, a, yeah weird Twitter SJW, but he re, uh, tweeted at somebody's comment and it's like it could just be like kissing your friend is an English thing. It's like you know nothing about the English. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not deeply kiss your friend on the mouth to show oh I'm a good friend to you. Like that is a strictly Mediterranean like Latin language speaking European country thing where you like dudes can kiss each yeah. other on the cheek, never on the mouth. It's an interesting take, too, because it's just like, if it takes that to prove that the fictional character I like isn't gay, I will kiss my friend in the mouth. <laughs> I will fuck my friend in the face yep. if this yeah, character is like, not gay. There may be some underlying things going but, on here. Maybe you relax. Really cons- Given enough alcohol in a New Year's <laughs> Eve. Given enough alcohol in a New Year's Eve party, you can fuck any one of them yes. anyway, so why don't we relax when we yeah. refer to fictional characters we want to be with? Life is short. Life, <laughs> Life also, is short. If Tracer is gay, why do we still have a body pillow over Exactly. Doesn't make any sense. The exactly. Yeah. It looks like she's fine with taking the. T- <laughs> all right. All right. I'm sorry. Christopher. No. no, I'm sorry. Nathan. That was not. I find that it's immediately sobering to just say someone's first uh, full name. Christopher. Yeah. 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 It's like Michael. Michael. You instantly become my girlfriend <laughs> and mother. Nathaniel. <laughs> oh shit! Right. That's a, that's the, the deep shit. Hmm. Uh, are, are people really reacting poorly to this? Who yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, maniacs that only are being isolated because they're crazy. Yeah. Only bonkers ha- people. What is happening? I can't. I, I don't, don't want to like, get political, but you can't politicize everything. If you if something lets you down, it's not a political stance. It's not. If you, if you care that the Rocketeer wants to smush tits with another Rocketeer, very true. Then, very then true. you've got problems. <laughs> I I remember a time when a hot character being a lesbian was it would be greeted with open arms by yes. creepy assholes everywhere. Open palms everywhere. <laughs> On the There's right side. Open the palms most... cupped around dicks. <laughs> the most interesting take I think off of this was the, not even a take, it was just a fact, but it was like, this comic wasn't released in Russia because in Russia you can't actually show anything aimed at youth people that is 
we'll That's keep right. It. it will cause a pussy riot. <laughs> if you will. Yes. <laughs> they realize they don't need dicks. Everything, the economy goes tits up. I just love the idea that the Russian character in the game is uh, a very strong lady. Oh, yes. yes. It's yeah. ironic that Zarya is yeah. from Russia. It's yes. like, uh, guys, do you know what country you are? <laughs> yep, like, pretty much. Do you have any idea? <laughs> also, Zarya, all about the cock. Yeah. Just gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Hope springs eternal. And there's nothing, gay. <laughs> there's nothing gay about your president constantly appearing shirtless on horseback. That, by the way, makes you the straightest country. They're that's the most ever no homo country really on the planet. We have <laughs> at least one Russian listener you're offending right I, now. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Throw a wig on me, Fabio, and my mom's wearing that. Funny Wikia story that I would like to relate. Please. They know what's up over there. Uh, the Metro Wiki, which came, or, sorry, the Metro Games which came uh, briefly. Right. Yeah. Uh, we did a brief interview with uh, the admin for the Metro and Metro Last Light wikis when I worked at Wikia, who is from Russia and lives in like St. Petersburg and it was the funniest thing I think I'd ever done because he was 100% like Americans are soft and you're weak and all of the things you're saying are because you are soft and weak and I was like you're right. Well, well, He's also what? thirsty as fuck for us parents. <laughs> like, you're soft and weak and I just can't get enough of you Americans. You with your I su- just thin, touch you. supple skin. I right. wish I would have hurled insults into your vagine. He's so, <laughs> he's so sincere for us. It's ridiculous. Uh, I will fuck every man in the universe if it makes someone mad. I will do that. Like that's sure it make Somebody's one gonna hold you to that. Chris. That is what I would do in Trump's America. You have a lot of work to do. Are you you think so? We're a minority, I thought. Uh, According well, to my Breitbart Twitter, we're uh, a... <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, let's the see. Michael, ever. it's going off the rails. Get this shit back on track. Crytek is closing five studios. Oh, that's, uh, that's a big bummer. A yeah. disappointment. Um, wow. It's a big bummer. And Polygon had a really good article about contract. That was really? a fucking awesome article. If I you didn't guys haven't read it. that, you totally should. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't finish it, but it's it's pretty emblematic, I think, of the like most of the world. Oh yeah, no. Like it's uh, not temporary just the game industry. exploiting it's temporary employees, but whatever. It, like you don't have to think of it like that. But the idea that like someone who does something pivotal on a game you like isn't really an employee, and yes. not, not only nobody gets residuals, but like they don't even get benefits. No. Like and that's that's uh, you should read that. You should read about how who, who makes what you like and right. what they end up. Getting. The kicker for me was that it was just illustrating the point where it's like when you're in the workspace, mm-hmm. you are expected to work as the full time employee works. Yes. So even if you're a contractor who makes you know under wage, doesn't get benefits, doesn't get anything. It was re- it if sucks. you want to know about my Facebook bubble, that was the most shared thing on my shit. Um, most of the people <laughs> for I this know week, are like yeah. freelancer contractors, yeah, yeah. self-employed. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they're 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 games this for hire for hire, and like uh, I don't know, it was really, I know I that like, plug everyone's like oh, unions, but it's like well, when you don't have unions, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. You get fractured into individuals who have to promote themselves on social media to get nerves. Wouldn't know only if I had benefits my whole life. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, in my dad news, gave me a small, fifteen dollars an hour, a small podcast stipend of two million dollars. <laughs> this whole operation, you know. Yeah, he uh, sold his luxury vacation did. home in Maine. He so did. Surprise people, Patreon. Just, oh man, why did I crow about that? <laughs> Again, I'm doing all Trump impressions. I really need that money. <laughs> There are not enough exclamations at the end of your statements to be fully Trump. <laughs> I got to put my elbows squarely at my hips and then wiggle yeah. around like a seal. And then your statements with Travis <laughs> Michael. Well, interior news: uh, Street Fighter Five is adding oh. two big features. The first of which is Akuma, which seems like an overdue addition of the game, and a an anti rage quit system. That's really uh, hilariously connected. And I remember names and shames rage quitters. I remember. 
I'm not to thank for this, but like that was Arthur one of, Miller's the Street Fighter. It's one of the things I photoshopped and sent to the Street Fighter team when I worked at Capcom that like that cheaters should wear their rage quit cheater thing. Right. Like you should be allowed to play. It's a red but, badge of courage. But everybody should be go. allowed to make fun of you and know exactly what you've done for a temporary amount of time. And like that that is exactly what should happen. Shame, nice. shame, shame. I'm glad they did it. Oh, you, Super Mario Run. We didn't even talk about Super Mario Run. Didn't we? Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about it? Did anybody else play it? Nope. A little bit. Ten bucks? Are you fucking kidding me? It's <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest I, I, Mario I, game ever made. I, uh, I loved it and hated it. Um, uh, like I, any Nintendo fan, you kind of have a weird Cinder relationship well, with Nintendo. <laughs> well, like, like everything I love about Nintendo, I don't want on mobile platforms. Mm. And the idea that Mario... Uh, is slower to accommodate for the limited field of view of a mobile platform, and the whole game is based around coin exploration, which you can't run backwards. You can only mm. die. <laughs> you can only die and go backwards. Uh, it's a weird system. I do love it. It, it, it. Like to me, it shows this is what this is what a, a real app looks like when Nintendo bothers to do something. And if I had to say, wow, you're just gonna throw me Tomo out the window like that? <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Well, I, if I had to say one of my games of the year, I would say the first week of Pokemon Go. Like, and it That's wasn't fair. it wasn't updated sufficiently, but like that was like a game changing next world fucking app, uh, and didn't didn't really follow through on that. Well, it's like it's it's a global culture app as opposed yeah. to gamers. Yeah, yeah, but well, I, I wish it, I wish it had, had had come through with a little more. So yeah, like, so like you read, a, work, you read a story like a, a week a ago, like battery hogging piece of shit. <laughs> yes, Pokemon Go every two updates minutes. with a, a desperately needed feature to make it a playable game. <laughs> like four months after the game oh, is man. out, I, like, I totally use it to recondition my old iPhone's battery. And, <laughs> there you go. Nice, nice. And like, it, how do I run this down in a hurry? I know Pokemon Go. That's pragmatism. <laughs> and I find myself thing. really mad at Super Mario Run at, because, like, it feels like a free to play app. But there, when you buy it. There isn't anything to buy. You just have to wait. That sucks. Like that's I thought that you buy a game to get rid of wait times. But it is kind of a new Mario game. Mm-hmm. A new super, what do you call it? New Super Mario Brothers game. Yeah, it is a new Super Mario um, Brothers game. It is fun and I've spent a lot of time on it. I'm number one in my leaderboard, motherfuckers. Nice. Um, very, yeah, very friend me on Facebook. Could have wow. proved me wrong. Add uh, me on Game Center? <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Is that, is that even possible? <laughs> Gamecenter.org slash openfaints. Gamecenter.cx. That's what we want. Be sure to add me. Sorry, I didn't know any, no one else had, had really played it that Yeah, much. I will say, like... I bought it, yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I understand, like, the $10 thing is a little steep, but... It's uh, No, it's not for a Super Mario Brothers game. Um, for any game, period. For mobile games. $10? I just paid $6 for Severed. Mm. Which came out this All year right. on um, better platforms. Was quite a sale. Yeah, I paid yeah. Uh, what five bucks for Device Six. Don't know what you're talking about. Best mobile game ever. Sounds like a great early '90s punk band. The you're car wrong. is in the you're front wrong. yard. It's, <laughs> has nobody in this room played this game? I played a little bit. I found it uh, impenetrable, but I know wow, everybody you loves fucking it. Fucking asswipe! God damn it! <laughs> Philistines! That's what we are. Honestly, yeah. you're all fucking garbage people right now because that's by far the best mobile game ever made, and it will never be eclipsed. I'm going home. Can I play it offline in a plane? Because I can't with yes, Mario. Yes, yes, you can. Mario, <laughs> Mario. I'm pronouncing yeah. it like my dead grandmother. God rest. Super Mario oh. Brothers 1, 2, and 3. Mario Fibonacci. Oh, he you made p- the best gefilte fish. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
Grandmother can't be Italian and Jewish. I'd say that. New York is an anomaly to me. I don't know how this works. She's an Italian lady born in Yonkers. That's exactly what she says. You're outstandingly accurate. Nailed it. She says idea instead of idea. Like it's. Yeah, she sounds like a fucking old. Chris, don't drop your yarmulke under the lasagna. Perfect. Don't let your greasy head curls hit my Like What? Don't crash your Alfa Romeo into this dreidel. Oh, it had to be a huge dreidel. You are a man. Man, it got hyper surreal. We're in the theater of the mind now, and I had to picture that. I had to picture that. My Alfa Romeo. (laughs) Oh, no went this year. I'm sorry, Nathan. That's fine. As, as somebody who is used to being around Jewish people, I totally get what's going on right now. Uh, Need for Speed is being re-released on Xbox One as a deluxe edition with a bunch of new content. Whoa. I'm Grim. very interested that it's being re-released on the system that has Forza Horizon 3. Very Ooh. interesting business model. In this the is year something that, like everybody back out. Only Grim and I can talk about this. Okay, um, but the, no, I wasn't serious, Nathan. Don't have to back <laughs> right but but that like um, the EA Porsche license is apparent, yes. according to Porsche, is yes. over. Yeah, we and talked like, about that last week. Did we? FYI. Yes. Oh, okay. And I wasn't here, you fuck! Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but that's a big deal. Like, you had to pay for Porsches in every other no game. No Porsches in Forza Horizon at all. Well, uh, there was Porsches in Forza 2, but yes. you had to pay for them. Yes. And, they, and that's yep. because someone Porsche, had licensed them from EA. They are the only company that does this. Yeah. Every other single well, car company. Well, I think EA locked them down very early on. Yeah, with but it's deal. still a recurring thing where it doesn't exist in most games. Mm-hmm. Like, every other company is, you can get a Ferrari, you get a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Take your own grand tool. More on the point of what Michael's saying, though. Need for Speed is good. It's a good game. Wait, wait, which one? The one that came out, like, last year? This year. Was that this year? Yeah, 2016. Is it just Need for Speed? Wow. I played a bunch of it. Yeah, it's just called Need for Speed. It's really good. I think it got eclipsed by Forza Horizon 3, but I would say it's a close second. Like, it's very fun. It's good. And honestly, I love the cheesy-ass cornball OG uh, Fast and Furious full-motion video scenes. In <laughs> Fucking the game. A. But I've loved those good. for years. They're good. They're I'm, ridiculous, but they're fun. Dude. I'm looking at the, uh, the statement. The, the new bundle includes the base game, the performance and styling packs, a 10% discount on all game items using in-game currency, Honk. an additional starter car, the Room BMW. For family. Uh, <laughs> and a full cold cast sculpture of nude yeah. Vin Diesel. Did, yeah, so yeah, a did, partridge did, in a pear tree. Do they have the uh, I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time DLC pack? Absolutely. <laughs> and a... I just love it because... And an embossed brass set of Jason Statham's nuts. You know what I didn't actually... Oh, man, nobody is going to know what the fuck I'm talking about except me right now. If you haven't played the game, you should. It's Need good, but Yo, if you... what? Yeah, spaghetti. What? What? Spaghetti. Oh, that was the exclusive <laughs> raps. I was just uh, More interesting story. Uh, nice Nintendo year. Switch specs got revealed. Oh, yeah. And the big takeaway is apparently it can... Like, the, the GPU can run more than twice as fast... When it's docked, mm-hmm. as when it's it's portable. Are you all right? Am I alone <laughs> in being vaguely happy about this? How so? I don't mind a performance drop if I'm taking my console on the go. Yeah. But the idea that it's more powerful when it's at my house mm. on, on a big TV, because like we, I still play my Vita all the time. Like it makes garbage look glorious. I think it just depends on, on what games are being built for it mm-hmm. and whether or not they're being built sort of to, to be modular based on that I TV versus the Go. I don't know the specs, but I thought it was just the GPU. The GPU 
drop significantly. Like it can still process most things, but it can't mm. display a lot of things. Sure. We're, yeah. Well, it's like three hundred something versus uh, megahertz versus seven hundred sixty-eight megahertz when it's plugged in. But that makes it significantly more when you plug it into your television, and you should have a better display on your television. Sure. Yeah. And, and like, I, I'm, I'm sure part of that is like, well, it's seven twenty when you you're carrying it around, but it can go up to ten eighty. But you're holding it like two inches from your eyeballs. Who yeah. cares? It might as well be exactly. It might have been fourteen k. Seven twenty at that distance looks amazing. Yeah. It certainly feels too early to be worrying about that. The logistics of this before we actually see the hardware it, it and what would, it's capable it's, of. It, it's only like three months away. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's three oh, months man. away. Jesus. And, yeah. and like the Wii, the Wii U is a, an abandoned platform. It is a, it is the it is your it is your yeah. town hey. second mall. There, there were rumors circulating today that uh, Wii U was being recalled from major retailers, but I could only find one source on that story, so yeah, I don't well, think we hear it's that, real. We hear that every couple of weeks, and it's from different territories. Well, it's because you can't call them back until you have something else to prop doors open with. So, so let's, let's say we're a show that back. pays attention to everything Nintendo announces. What's the next Wii U game? Minecraft Wii U Complete Edition. This motherfucker right here. Yeah. On point. Nice, nice. So a complete version of something that already exists, and sure. then literally nothing else. Nintendo has done, like, every two months announced what? things. There's Did you no read Wii the, the Itagaki interview in Polygon a couple, like, last month? No, I don't I don't care for Polygon. They're, they're, I don't like their politics. Whatever. There's a, <laughs> He's like, the Wii U is my wife. Touch it and I'll kill you. My exactly. wife. <laughs> Man, Itagaki Borat is a pretty good character. <laughs> we got the lady who played Clementine to do a Borat impression in Clementine's voice the other day on the Twitch stream. It was pretty choice. Man. Anyway, you were saying. I like um, Peach. <laughs> but apparently Devil... <laughs> Devil's Third apparently has an online game that's coming to PC. Whoa. What? It was already there. Yeah. Has, has, it, has it already been out for a while? Yeah, it, has came, it? Out, it came out first, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, kill me. Chris, I, I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I could be wrong. Really? Yeah, for sure. Weird. Positive. <laughs> People mm-hmm. care about Devil's Third a lot. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to consider. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Vin Diesel covered in snake tattoos is pretty enticing, I guess. Triple X4 coming to the theater show. Don't whisper the mic. Tell everybody. Sorry. I cannot wait for Triple X 2. Thank you for sharing that with the class. Uh, Finally, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare Sabotage is coming first to PS4 on January 31st. I know you're all super excited for that. Get pumped for Sabotage. Uh, I am not used to new releases from Call of Duty. That never happens. Yeah. <laughs> Only once a year. I tried to say it low key when, when I'm being cynical. Intro. You get to meet Laika, which is pretty cool. Oh uh, yeah, Laika's yeah. the, the Russian yeah, space the first, dog. The first dog in space. Yeah. Nice. Mm. That's all point of the DLC. Does she impart forbidden wisdom? She does. She imparts forbidden wisdom to you, and then it becomes a Dark Souls. I like. was the original nice. leader of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Guardians. Telltale series premiering 2017. If Cosmos in it, I'm there. <laughs> Guardians of the Nut. You <laughs> hit Knight twice your size with sword. <laughs> Yowza wowza, me the space Russian. Uh, Many rubles <laughs> take to make dick go in the right Cut place. all of this. <laughs> like, wow, no, it's all gold. It's all going in. <laughs> this is all very authentic, guys. Are you guys all from Russia? <laughs> we are. Very Madrid. believable. It's good. You see Borat once, turns out you're a Russian expert. <laughs> I think you get a certificate in the mail that says you're officially Russian, right? <laughs> uh, I learned to speak what Russian from watching Frog and Muppet movie. Running of the Jew DLC. <laughs> yes, pig. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the community segment, which, as always, is segmenting. 
our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what's the next Nintendo franchise that should come to phones? Uh, Frankly Man was the first to respond on the forum, so they get rid first. They could take it as an opportunity to test the waters popularity-wise with a new F-Zero, a fast race in quick bursts on mobile. Granted, you can do this with any old Nintendo property, but considering they advertise Mario Kart on the Switch, why not bring another classic racing game to the portable mass market? Or maybe I'm still holding out for a new F-Zero after all these years, and I'm just getting desperate by it's, now. It's the second part of that. Yes. It's a desperation. That game would suck balls. <laughs> <on mobile. laughs> Horizon Run is the only good racing game Aww. on mobile. Oh, what if Pico was your only free character? Uh, but I, I don't know. Henry broke it down that like Miyamoto kind of hates F-Zero. Yeah, because really? they, they created it out of necessity, and it's like this hard, impenetrable game, and like it grew ever more so yeah. the, the longer it went. It right? almost needs to be adapted by maybe a different community. I feel maybe. like a Western studio would probably handle F-Zero way better. We all talked one... about Overwatch earlier that, that used to be an impenetrable genre, too. Yeah, I totally. can't think of the name. What was the one that came out for Wii U this year? The DLC game was basically F-Zero. Nobody oh, knows the Fast Race game. Neo. Yes, Fast Race Neo, which mm-hmm. is basically like the Wipeout F-Zero hybrid that's like modernish on an Nintendo platform. Well, didn't they announce a new one at uh, the PlayStation Experience? A new Wipeout game? Or yes, a HD well, they, a collection. Uh, because like uh, what, what all of you Wipeout fans haven't noticed is that all three there's been, of like, you. nine <laughs> yes. since, since you've last cared. Mm-hmm. And also, I think they're great. I love the Wipeout games. Oh, yeah. You're so cool, Chris. Somebody I've always wanted you. somebody to say that. I'm here to help. <laughs> so nice. You are a cool person. Uh, I got a... Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Norshu Chomps says, I think Nintendogs would do well on mobile uh, due to its heavy use of the touchscreen. Also, it would uh, most likely attract younger future gaming enthusiasts and give them some lessons on caretaking and responsibility. This is the same stupid bullshit logic where it's like every comic needs to be open to a new reader because it'll make a new gamer. And it's like, if you get into Nintendogs... Nintendogs is fine. Enjoy Nintendogs. But there's this mm-hmm. idea where it's like, oh, yeah, if you get Nintendogs, you're going to be into Call of Duty. Yeah, they're right? going to play like, Doom next. What the fuck kind of logic path are yeah. you using? It's like, they want to do this thing and enjoy it over here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm into I'm into Nintendogs if they turn it into Pokemon and have Battle Dogs. Yeah, yeah if I walk my dog. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I want that fucking beagle to stroke that my poxing up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Red Rock 963 says there are so many god awful Pokemon clones in the App Store that I wish Nintendo would just release the actual thing not Pokemon Go either they could uh, monetize the hell out of it by making it uh, a random draw system like every other oh. bad Pokemon clone in the App Store the only the only Pokemon clone I've ever played is some Pac-Man <laughs> Where you collect various Pac-Mans and level them up, grinding up Pac-Mans to feed... It's Pac-Men, you to, grammar! To feed God to Pac-Mans. Pac-Person. Pac uh, yes, it sounds dumb, but it's surprisingly fun and would uh, be more fun with Pokemon. If I may plug something real fast, um, I was on Retronauts recently, and what? we talked about Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, and uh, Jeremy Parrish just put a big update on Retronauts.com that they want to start it as a full-time thing so if you yes. have any patreon dollars left uh retronauts uh, patreon.com slash retronauts has a bunch of cool stuff for old school gamers love jeremy Parrish. love bob mackey uh, i would really love them to see to make this real wow bob mackey wow bob mackey need to get jeremy Parrish on this stupid show next time he's in town 
Uh, TranquilBez22 says Nintendo should use the mobile platform as a way to test the waters for a new, a new franchise. It's not a bad idea. Imagine how better the Star Fox and Kid Icarus reboots could be if they had phone games to boost their appeal. Doesn't matter what type of games they are, Star Fox could be one of those top-down dogfight games, and Kid Icarus could be a 2D platformer. I wow, two dead games that no one cares about? Let's put those on iOS <laughs> immediately. But, but you could do it. You could actually do a decent Star Fox game on iOS. Yeah, I, I agree with and that. And Kid yeah, yeah. Icarus was a game like that was. But I think Zero, like, what's the term when you like uh, nuke the ground when you're uh, scorched earth? earth. Scorched earth. Yeah, yeah, you salt the earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was it was trying to utilize the Wii U. Oh, to, yeah. to make a Star and Fox game. And it was game. made by Platinum, whom I love deeply. But they made a fucking Kid Icarus game. They, re- they released a handholder to help right. you play. There is a huge contingency of people on NeoGAF who yeah. think that Kid Icarus Uprising is one of the best games of the No, no, it, it is really good. If I could physically play it, I would have loved <laughs> it. If I was some sort of it's alien really who could play the game, then yes. <laughs> if it's I had really, a different hand it's, layout. It's really good. Fingered, weird but I didn't get that weird plastic stand that it shipped yeah. If the world could send Nintendo feedback, which they normally don't take. No, because they don't recognize the internet. They don't. <laughs> yep. Uh, what is but, that? <laughs> but that, that's, uh, that's what I took away from uh, from Tranquilbez's comment, that like if the internet could say, like, that's not exactly... We do want some of what you're giving us, but this is a bad They have amazing ideas. They just need to funnel it in the right direction. Totally. They don't cross-check that with their fan base ever. Uh, Triskitable says, micromanaging units and Pikmin seems like it'd be pretty enjoyable as long as the levels are kept relatively small and simple. Taking a series known for directing units, Michael Grimm's giving a prolonged thumbs down. I'm doing it a uh, gladiator style. Yeah, <laughs> well, or Miyamoto on the Tonight Show <laughs> style. Uh, we'll backwards. Take uh, taking taking a series known for directing units and managing resources, uh, different kinds of Pikmin could be pretty interesting if every level started you with a specific number of Pikmin, and you could use the level resulting in, in more of a Lemmings-esque puzzle mm. instead of a full-blown exploration game with strategy elements. Uh, it'd be uh, it'd also lead to replayability, letting you go through levels again uh, with challenges like keeping as many Pikmin alive as you can, or using units to complete objectives. I will say this is the most likely because Miyamoto yeah. has his moronic obsession with gardening that he <laughs> insists on forcing upon everyone with these terrible really does, Pikmin but you games. You can't keep following Miyamoto's Miyamoto's obsessions. Miyamoto loves to take Ginkgo Bilobo on Tuesday. Let's make a game <laughs> out of that. That's going to be great. Uh, that Miyamoto's last Pikmin like, game what, was fucking bad. Now? It was not good. Uh, no, it, you didn't, if you didn't have a weed... I gave you my nunchuck, I believe. I played it a lot! It was not good! Yeah. I hate it! It's because I feel Nintendo I... was doing the same thing that Latter-day Max did, where it was like, there's this non-reality field of just like, these things are great because it's Nintendo. They've been making things that are very cute and creative and, like, polished, but... They're bad fucking games in a lot of cases. I don't know. That's just me. Hmm. It's weird. That was their first exclusive to launch that system. Jesus Christ. Nintendo, <laughs> do you care? Do you want to do this? Um, I, it remains it. to be seen to me. I don't know. Mm. Gonna do Super yeah, sure. Uh, Super Beach Brothers 2 Cronenberg Edition. I'm already invested. I have a need. A need for shooting huge alien turtles with brains for legs while the world burns around me. I'm, of course, talking about Contra or uh, Pro... Probotector. Probotector. Probotector, as we call it here in the old world. Oh, is this a UK guy who yeah, likes Dizzy? Yeah. Gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say he's a UK guy who clearly likes Probotector. <laughs> I'm, I'm elaborating here. Uh, perfect for mobile since constant running and shooting is basically part of the game already. Maybe tap for jumping upwards and hold the drop down a little. He's 
wrong. Yeah, it's I'd like wrong. to see a Contra mobile game, sure. It's It almost seems ridiculous in a Contra game that you have to hold out a button to shoot. Like, mm-hmm. just yeah, shoot it automatically. Yeah. Galaga and... Uh, the Galaga Any Legion shmup. is a great... Great, so uh, many like Dodonpachi, like a lot of fucking really hardcore sure. shmups have been really translated well to like mobile stuff. They're not as precise, obviously, but they're sure. very fun. Sure. Bug Princess, if you haven't grabbed that, good. We all, all know about Bug Princess, man. Let it go. I Get a bug we all know about Bug Princess. <laughs> <laughs> all the cave shooters are pretty decent on that list. Drainsphere says, uh, I think something what would work really well on mobile would be a new Lyot. Lilat. Lilat. Lilat game. Sorry, guys. Or Star Fox. For you non-Europeans, uh, given it's on Rails nature and only needing shoot, bomb, and do a barrel or buttons, you could use the motions uh, of a G sensor in your phone to control the R wing and shoot bomb buttons. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> edit these. No, it's fine. Uh, to perform the barrel roll, just to do a, a double tap of the screen. That makes sense, like right? Like yeah, Star Fox makes total sense within a mobile. Yeah, absolutely. You only need a couple buttons for it. Yeah, for sure. I want to say that the uh, G sensor was the standards and practice guys on uh, the Martin show. Uh, he he concludes Jesus by saying, Christ. "Who wouldn't love a new but classic style Star Fox game where we can watch Slippy explode in a more interesting in more interesting ways? Only if they add like a visual novel element to it, where I could really like explore the relationship of Slippy uh-huh. absolutely and find yeah, out what yeah. his yeah. effing deal is. Because yeah. we all know he's got issues, right? Ultimate exactly. Frog Cook, <laughs> Slippy." Um, <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> turns out he's the second most really, famous frog cook. He's like, <laughs> I can only get hard w- looking at four. <laughs> also, while we're in the top of Star Trek's VG Cats is seven hundred and seventy-five thousand years old. Is that but, all? Yes. Yeah, but really? the one so comic young. where they have uh, Fox McCloud and Wolf, uh, what's his last name? Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> yes, Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Uh, have sex just using the uh, audio scripts from the game where it's just like the Bombay doors are open. <laughs> Going oh! in! Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's really funny. It's a well done comment. I'll actually read this one because this is my answer. Mm-hmm. Reed Morris says Rhythm Heaven. This yeah. is the correct answer if I can mm-hmm. briefly say. The game is almost begging to be a mobile game. Nintendo could release 20 or so songs for free, then you have to buy a buck or, or each level after that. They'd make bank, and I know I'd happily give them my money. Come to think of it, are there any many rhythm-based games for mobile devices? Nintendo could quarter yes. the market. There are, yes. All the Bimani games from Konami are on iOS, but we all hate Konami now, so ignore that. But, yeah, there's some pretty decent ones on there. great pachinko games. Nintendo could quarter the market. All you need to do is initially port a bunch of songs from the recent 3DS offering. Get on it, dudes. I can't wait to be annoyed on the subway by hearing some dude without headphones playing that damn jazz rockabilly frog level. Where that obnoxious Billy Holiday frog yells, "Sing it, boys!" over and goddamn <laughs> over again. My uncle, for works, who works for Nintendo, says, <laughs> "For me, I go with a series that uh, beat mobile at its own game, MarioWare." Seriously, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, uh, nothing is better for short bursts of uh, uh, time-killing fun than the weird crew of the WWE characters. Hell, uh, you set it up. Your setup is right there. Wario sees how much uh, Mario and Pokemon made and sets out to make his own app. Dude, plus updates mean you uh, can get a fresh batch of micro games. Dude, just resell uh, the DDS game. Was it WarioWare micro games? The one you make it yourself DIY. Yeah, and sell that as a dev kit for yeah. the iOS. I'm surprised I haven't already done that. It's right there. They're Nintendo. Oh right. Oh, yeah, right. that's that's yeah. it. They'll get there in ten years. Yeah. <laughs> 
Semi Fracky says, I think Nintendo should bring back Star Tropics for mobile and make you dunk your phone in water <laughs> to find the secret oh, wow. code. Galaxy on the exclusive. Hell uh, yes. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> Batman Boy 11 says, Metroid, I guess, something, anything featuring Samus and playing it at all like an actual Metroid game would be great. Please, Nintendo, please, a single tear rolls down the cheek. Uh, a man riding a woman riding a motorbike says, no. <laughs> I, I understand that That's sentiment. Cold. I don't want to Fair, see Nintendo release mobile games. I don't. We're already in that dark future, guys. We have to accept it. And <laughs> yeah, just they're just it. promotional vessels for a, a continuing Nintendo. As long as they I don't think stop Rhythm Heaven it. and WarriorWare, I think, are actually yeah. I very too. reasonable. They're lost the problem is, WarriorWare has literally no fucking market share <laughs> in anyone's brain outside of hardcore no games. Sure. And Rhythm Heaven, probably even less so, so you'd have to do it yourself, I guess. But, you know, the Bamani games are pretty good. It's funny because that guy mentioned Contra earlier. Mm-hmm. You play a god-awful Contra remix in the free song pack that comes with uh, B-Money or Cubase, I think it is, on <laughs> iOS. So it's a really I, bad I know remix. they always included Contra remixes mm-hmm. in the original games. And Frogger. And, and Frogger. Lethal Enforcers, Lethal if you can believe it. Are you kidding? Guy. Not kidding. They embrace it's one that of the, part of their past? One of the packs. Yeah, song packs for the OG Ow. free version of the game. Just Damn. astounding. All right, Michael. Rain this in. So, uh, Membin Sane Rain... Has a video answer, thank God. Hello, Vision Game Apocalypse. Jeremy here, aka Mem Insane Ring, coming at you from my phone because apparently my camera has decided that it wants to corrupt every single video file I decide to record onto it. But that's okay because this seems a bit more appropriate. Because you know what would be a great mobile game from Nintendo? The Legend of Zelda. Go. I mean, think about it. A game where you go out and explore the world, collecting rupees, swiping at enemies with your sword by swiping your phone screen, and finding chests that contain more rupees and even heart pieces to increase your health. Shops can work like Pokestops where you go in and buy items and health potions to help you on a journey, and gyms in Pokemon Go can turn into dungeon entrances, flipping the game world around so it turns into one large dungeon. Where you go around collecting keys to open up locked doors, fighting mini-bosses, collecting the big key so you can fight the boss of the dungeon, getting a heart piece to increase your health, and getting one of eight magical items that, once fully collected, opens up the final dungeon, where you finally take on Ganon, collect the Triforce, and save the princess. So, basically, Pokemon Go, but with an actual goal to it. I'd also like to give a big shout out to the member of Laser Time's Elfster Secret Santa Gift Exchange who sent me this awesome set of Kalos League gym badges for Pokemon X and Y. It's a really awesome gift. Thank you so much for it. So here's hoping you got something really cool too. Happy holidays, everyone! Yeah, if you weren't part of the Laser Time Gifts Exchange, you missed out. I got a fucking coffee grinder with a shitload of cool coffee from Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mim Insane Rain really put an amazing... Oh, shit. <laughs> he did indeed. That was a very uh, well-done video. Yeah, he put a lot of work into it, as he always does. Uh, for these videos that I worry nobody but us sees. Um, I saw him. I would yeah. say, too, that like he's uh, he very clearly thought all of this out for integration between yeah, the games. Yeah. The problem is, he's not thinking about the premium keys that I have to buy to open chests and boss doors. That's true. Uh, <laughs> $1.99 for a chest, $5.99 for a boss door. Yeah. They tried that a little bit with the, the Ultima game that came to mobile, and it did not last very long, unfortunately. And then Richard Garriott launched himself into space. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> he's he's there still. Um, he lives there now. my asshole. All right. So new question of the week. <laughs> Leading into our big... 
10 entry game of the year or games of the year episode next week. What is your personal game of the year? Mm. Uh, we've all answered this having yeah. recorded it previously. So, um, I mean, we can. It's we, like Looper. Looper. <laughs> yes. I'm going to kill a boulder me. <laughs> I tell him his answer was fucking Paper wrong. Paper Jam was bullshit. <laughs> I mean, we can go really quickly. Mine was Watch Dogs 2, which was amazing, uh, and is not on the top ten list. Uh, Monster Hunter 4 was great, but it's no greater than any other Monster Hunter ever, and people are tired of hearing me talk about that. Hmm. Uh, but it was really good. <laughs> and um, and I, I'd like Mario Run. Yeah. At this moment. That, that's not, like no, Game no, of the no, Year no, material. No, no, uh, okay, you're, I'll, you're I'll just stop. enjoying it. I'll stop. Uh, no Man's Sky. Uh, check out the segment for my full mm -hmm. explanation. Nice. <laughs> they then. Oh gosh. Uh, well, I'm gonna be a complete shill and okay. say Batman: The Telltale Series. Woo! Also, uh, it's honestly one of my favorite interpretations of the Batman universe in a long time. And as somebody who's read and consumed a lot of Batman media, yeah. it's. I was really proud that our team actually came up with a lot of really interesting, weird, different things to do with that universe, which is the most mind universe on the planet, really, yep. when you look at it. Uh, then Severed and Overwatch. All right. So what's your personal game of the year? We won't read the answers on next week, uh, week's episode, but we will on our first episode of 2017. <laughs> Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start a thread. Asking and answering the question. Gets a date with Michael. <laughs> well, or read first on next week's show, whichever is uh, less Same expensive. Uh, <laughs> uh, or you can answer under the comments for episode 194 mm. on com. All right, that's our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Nathan, you're this oh, especially gosh. special guest. Where can people see your stuff? Uh, well, I uh, do a lot of work at Telltale Games, so follow us on all the various social media sites at Telltale Games. And also, uh, I'm on Twitter at Kenji Salk, which is a horrible weeaboo nerd otaku <laughs> screen name, but I'm not going to change hmm. anytime soon. Where so. did that come from? Uh, my best friend growing up, was first name was Kenji. He was a Japanese uh. kid who introduced me to like, anime and all sorts of uh -huh. Uh, Chrono Trigger was also like one of the first games that got me to play, and I was like, "Oh my god, game narrative and games!" So it's a good introduction. Yeah, and also I love Jonas Salk, the scientist. Really? He, he cured polio, <laughs> so I was like, oh, "He's super cool." I'm gonna make a weird mashup screen name of that. So yeah, nice. Uh, Fifteen year old me thought it was really really smart. Yeah, right? and then yeah, like I said, at it's uh, earnest. Nothing should change about it. No? At this point, I'm like, I'm not gonna change it. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's who I am. But uh, yeah, also at Telltale Games for any updates on. Uh, on The Walking Dead and Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out next year. And if you really want to show your appreciation for Nathan, uh, buy <laughs> Walking Dead A New Frontier. I would really appreciate it. Uh, the team really, really, really hard on it. So If you buy it, you get to go on a date with Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Grimm. That's the ah, I got that around. If that you guys want to buy me dinner, <laughs> I need it. Either way, either way, please enter in our all butt stuff contest. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking the pick, Overwatch approach to this right, 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 right. <laughs> pick a Michael. That's uh, <laughs> uh, LaserTimePodcast.com. We should have some best of stuff for you. Uh, but we have a bunch, a bunch of new stuff throughout the entire holiday break, including every uh, single week a new episode of 302010, a wrap-up episode on Patreon.com slash LaserTime. Uh, Michael Grimm joined us for a best of and worst of 2016. 
uh, episode. The worst of will hit first, sadly. Uh, um, um, <laughs> little little bad organizing. Bad on news first, good news second. You know. Yeah, uh, bad news first, medicine. good news second. Uh, best of the year, we have that coming up. Stay tuned, tell a friend, love you. Uh, checked out my LinkedIn and my <laughs> OKCupid <laughs> profile. <laughs> 2016 sucks, y'all. Do you suppose anyone gets hired through a new OKCupid profile? Look we'll for the see. guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, hope's being eternal, man. Yeah, he, I can only speak for his OKCupid profile, but look for the guy who looks like Ness but with no pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's I got the fan gamer shirt in the hat. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas, and be sure to come back next week. We will have a big top ten games of the year episode just for you on uh, what January or December thirtieth. So uh, listen to that, and uh, in the meantime, have a great week. Thanks for listening, y'all. See you next week. Fatalist, Chris. I don't like this <laughs> the fact that uh, you're old, you're irrelevant now. The young people eventually get good. I didn't he say that. I love that. I only That's like fine. that. I only like Sean O'Neill. That's the only guy. Like I, yeah, like, he was good. I can tell Nathan Rabin was great. I can tell it's him from his writing, and it makes me very happy. Uh, but everybody else, I don't care about. <laughs> Whatever. Tell you me what you thought level. about this movie. God, I gotta know from you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, shall we start? <laughs> Why listen to laser time? What a bunch of fucking hacks. (laughs) Now we do. Now we do.